seems a little less world. laggy. We got music this time. Yes. Off to a great it's start. the end of the world. <laughs> and it's also the beginning. The beginning of a brand new, solid, juggalo world. For us all to enjoy. We'll never die. You're going to change? Nope. Yeah, what's up? It seems to be working fine. My name is Kyle, a.k.a. Keezy, if you want. And this is my main man, Carver. Carver AKA, Law, y'all. A.k.a. Oh, yeah, Carver Law. Um, and this is our homeboy, Gage. What's Hi. up, man? How's it going? Great, man. Happy to be here. Uh, in our Discord, Wasteland Waldo. He's yeah. our homeboy. Yo. Um, yep. Yep. So what's up, everyone? Everybody cool? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, Fantastic. I, I just want to dive right into our uh, Juggalo origin story. We've kept this man waiting long yeah, enough. Yeah, let's do it. Right. He's been held hostage for like <laughs> yeah. a half hour. I know. We're immediately getting into it, man. <laughs> Give it up for our homeboy and soon to be yours, our friend Chris. What's up, bro? <laughs> oh, yes. Bruh. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great. Excited uh, to finally have this happen. I know we've been talking about it for a couple weeks. Yeah, man, we've been trying to get you on. It's a, it's been a, it's been a rough go, just like today, as you've seen uh, live while we set up for half an hour. Could say it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you guys don't know they're all naked while they're setting up. It's nuts. <laughs> uh, hope you hope you enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> so, Chris, you're for, you're you have a, a YouTube page called Nihil. Yes, I do. Um, what uh, what do you I do? do lots of, I, I do lots of gaming stuff. Um, I focus on the series Shining Force, which is a retro series. Uh, the closest approximation to today is probably Fire Emblem, if you're familiar with that. Lots, lots of gaming stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's something I'm really passionate about, really enjoy doing. I've heard of... Um, uh, oh, so, what, what was it? Uh Fire Emblem. I've heard of Fire Emblem only because, uh, first of all, I'm a huge Shining Force fan. You have no idea. Can I, we uh, look up like a video? Sure. I, I don't know what it is. Shining, I don't either. Right, so I'll, educational I'll, I'll explain what I know about Shining Force, Chris. I'm going to steal your thunder here. And uh, just to share, um, Shining Force is a game uh, originally, I mean, Japanese, I don't know. But as far as yes. I know, uh, it was released on the Sega Genesis. Uh, there's been two of them for the Sega Genesis. The third came out for the fucking Sega Saturn, but it came out in episodes. And as far as I know, they only ever translated English translated the first episode. Is that correct? These are mad fresh. Yes, but the community has finished the job. Uh, that's amazing. I, that makes oh, me happy. I remember that box art from back in the day when I had a Genesis. Um, yeah. So Shining Force, it's a, it's, it's a like a tactical, like strategic RPG. I don't know what the actual genre is. A uh, strategy RPG. Imagine okay. <laughs> I just was, I, I don't know. I don't know the fucking terminology, but the game fucking rules. You play as this dude. You're like, uh, you're building like a ragtag team of like, uh, people to come with you to go slay the fucking dark dragon enemy. Um, uh, but it's oh, shit. what I love about it is at first of all, every character is different and you get it. You could have a team of like 30 of them on your team yep. at, at once and each one you move individually you take a turn they take a turn you take a turn they take a turn it kind of looks like final fantasy meets like the legend of zelda like old school stuff is what i'm looking at i could see that just um, i would call it uh fire emblem meets legend of zelda that, that's what i would call I it I'm, I'm not familiar with fire emblem either i, I only know of it i've never uh, yeah, played I know it but i know it's it. very popular i know like the characters in smash that's like as far as into it i've gotten so so that's, what, how, that's how most people get into it that's yeah. their uh 
Fire Emblem origin story. <laughs> so what do you do specifically on your channel? You play, I'm sure you play Shining Force, but what are you, uh, what's going on? Yeah, I uh, do Let's Plays. I do um, different videos on just different uh, media that came out for that. I did, uh, I covered a comic at one point that uh, that came out and I'm working on something super secret right now that uh, I'm translating myself. Ooh. And that'll be, that'll be pretty exciting. That is there's, pretty cool. there's still all sorts of stuff that's not translated. Oh, uh, wow. But just we're trying to get it done. The Shining Force, like, there's a lot of, there's a quite a large lore, like, and, and there's many games in the series that aren't quite the same genre as Shining Force. Yes. So that I, I just finished doing a Let's Play of Shining Wisdom, which came out for the Saturn as well. Um, do I have it sitting here? Let's see. I even bought like a... No, I don't. I've even got like a Saturn controller sitting around here somewhere. Oh, here it is. I've got it all wrapped up right now. Oh, nice. I got stuff off my desk. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, still, like a, uh, I still got me a Saturn. It is uh, not a good game, but. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what, um, if anybody does want to see, this is what Shining Force looks like. Uh, you're, it's, uh, you're picking your characters. You're, each character only has a set like range they can go or a range they can attack. You can attack, you can upgrade your characters and uh, promote them to where they can attack more characters at once. And uh, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's hard as fucking shit. Um, I, I specifically remember having very bad memories of <laughs> fighting this, uh, fucking bitch in this carnival tent. Oh yeah. On the first game. Yep. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done in gaming. <laughs> I remember being so sorry. I, I, I can nerd out about shining force for a while, bro. So that enemy looked really, f what the fuck you're uh, attacking his feet. So he, right now he's attacking a, a large enemy that he can only, he could only see his feet, which was wow. kind of weird. Yeah. But anyways, um, so you play Shining Force and all in all the other weird games in the series. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan to keep doing that. Do other uh, games in the same genre and uh, just keep uh, doing that. And eventually maybe some of my own music. Oh, oh hell shit. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. What kind of music you, you're doing? Like chiptune music? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are no, you doing? You're doing like juggalo shit? Uh, yeah. A lot closer to that. Yeah. Nice, dude. I need yeah. some chip tune juggalo shit. That'd Ooh, be awesome. That would, would be, be sweet. Uh, Kuma made the fucking chip tune netting game. Oh wow! Which is uh, on his YouTube, I think. But um, yeah, didn't he use like Mario Maker or something like that or some? He may have. He does like all of that stuff too, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah, he does all kinds of shit. Um, so Chris, let's talk about uh, juggalo shit. I'd love to. Um, what's your juggalo origin story, bro? When you when do you uh, find the clowns? <laughs> All right. So it's uh, not a long story on that one because it's a little bit more of a recent thing. Um, I was a metalhead before, definitely uh, into that. And I used to go to a lot of metal shows to uh, local to my area, like Dallas, Fort Worth uh, in Texas. And my favorite band at the time uh, and still is, is Falling in Reverse. Uh, I don't know if you guys know them. I've heard of them. I don't think I've ever heard any of their songs. Oh, they're great. But uh, anyway, the last Vans Warped Tour was uh, going to be a thing, and they were kind of helping helping kick that off. Uh, so I went to hear Falling in Reverse and a bunch of other metal bands I like. 
and just off on the stage off to the side uh i saw some guys in makeup and stuff and i was like oh yeah yeah that's that's twisted they're like the insane clown posse guys right Insane panic. <laughs> they're 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 the posse yeah um they're the posse of the insane clown posse yeah yeah so i went over to that stage and listened to them perform and was like oh this is actually pretty good they were uh touring then on um what is it life's continuous questions i, I forget what that one's called yeah yeah, Evolu- yeah. Yep. evolution of continuous life's questions <laughs> so <shit> fresh. Like <laughs> that. it's kind of a ridiculous name yeah yeah it is yeah and i was like huh i kind of enjoyed that but i didn't think too much about it and then uh, it was like a week or two later my youtube recommendations uh hit me with one of the ciphers uh, it was the 17 one nice and i listened to that and was like hey uh I, I kind of enjoy this, you know, Shaggy showed up and I was like, I know there's a skinny one and a fat one. <laughs> so Shaggy showed up and I'm like, oh, there's the skinny one. And then Jay showed up and I was like, oh, there's another skinny one. Maybe there's more than two of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. We listen to that damn alien music. <laughs> oh, that's uh, what's so, up. Yeah. I, I listened to all the ciphers and then uh, immersed myself in the beef that was going on and just kind of went from there and started buying albums. So, Oh yeah. So you, so that's an interesting one, man. Like, so the ciphers kind of like, are what just probably just algorithm based. That's the reason why you saw them first, but it's interesting that that's the, that's what got you like to check them out some more. Well, it proves what twisted is doing is kind of working as well. That's true. Drawing, drawing fans from the metal crowd doing their, you know, tours and stuff. Yeah. I ain't mad at them for that. Yeah, I've I've been telling people that because I mean, Twisted has played shows with like Chelsea Grin, Fit for a King, Motionless and White, um, much more metalcore bands, and yeah, it definitely works because I'm here. So uh, it drew you into Twisted, but also drew you to the clowns from there as well. Yeah, because I didn't know, like, when I get into an artist, I really get into an artist. And so I, I want to learn, like, you know, your whole back catalog. I want to learn uh, everything about your history and stuff. So I, I really didn't get the distinction. Like, I, I didn't know if they were all kind of together or apart. or I, I didn't really know the story there. But obviously, the, I knew there was a story there. Ton so. of history there. Yeah, that's got to be hard to, like, I mean, it's, it's probably overwhelming. Um, not so much. People were actually really helpful and really nice. Um, it didn't take very long. It was just two or three months after that, maybe. Um, cause that was summer. And then that fall I went to, uh, ICP was doing the, I think it was the fearless Fred fury tour, the, the fury tour. Okay. Um, I went to that just by myself and met uh, a bunch of really, really nice people. And it was really funny. They were all like, you, you just heard twisted at work tour and then just showed up here. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> how yeah, was pretty that? Much. That's uh, badass, dude. That's how awesome. did, how was that show? Did you, did you have a lot of fun? I mean, what'd you think about the show itself? Oh, it was great. Yeah. yeah. They're great performers. Um, it was tons of fun. Uh, something that really shocked me was the level of fan support. I, had been to other, I've been to other really big shows before. Um, but I've never seen fans like the juggalos before in terms of supporting ICP. Um, and in terms of buying merch, like the merch line is long and it never goes down. Yeah. (laughs) It's not. Yeah. That's, that's probably gotta be their biggest moneymaker anymore uh, for sure. Absolutely. It always has been a big one. Slice a little bit off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
It, it has to be. By the time they get there, no. they owe a dollar fifty on every fucking shirt. <laughs> Stop buying the shit. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you watched the shockumentary? Um, I haven't. Oh, it's, it's I've, it, I've seen a couple of different stuff. It's classic, man. You gotta, gotta check that out. So let's see. So I'm interested then. So, uh, Twisted brought you in, but you found you still you learned about the beef still. Mm-hmm. Then you got hip to the clowns. So did you have any kind of like certain feelings toward them when you first started uh, opening up your mind to them, or were you just kind of like I don't want to see. I I just want to consume it all. <sighs> Um, I, I really wanted to just get into all of it because I, I like really unique uh, music acts. I like when people are doing not what everybody else is doing because I've I heard that before, you know, and I'd never heard anything like uh, what the Juggalo world had to offer. So um, I was pretty open minded to it. And then in terms of the beef, I just don't really do drama. <laughs> you know, it was Smart. Like it's it's nothing to me. Um. And then my take on everything after learning about everything was sort of that uh, I understand not wanting to be the sidekicks forever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I feel that. uh, I understand that Twisted was upset that Abominations didn't get promoted as much as they wanted. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But also, if you're a juggalo, you know who Twisted is. And I don't know what else you could expect at that point. Like, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've talked about that a hundred times here that there there was really nothing they could do at that point. They had to leave. It was that was the next step. Yeah, it just sucks that it it, it seemed amicable at first and then it kind of went sour. But I, I feel like it was always sour. They try to just uh, put on a little show for us, thankfully. You know what? They did the Wizard of the Hood show and all that. Yeah. Came back for that gathering and stuff. So that was the conclusion I was kind of thinking. Like, Twisted always kind of wanted to like do their own thing to a degree. Mm. And it just sucks that, yeah, it went bad after yeah. a while. But well, I, time, time heals all wins. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm drama free too. I listen to whatever. I just want the music. Same, like, same. I try not to have any strong feelings about the personal stuff because it's, you know. I mean, what, we, we sit over here and we shit talk. Like, yeah. we've shit talked Twisted many times on the show. We've shit talked ICP many times on the show, but we, we just bullshit and fuck around. But in the end, I'm still bumping Twisted, like, <laughs> all its fucking time. Bumping the ICP all the fucking time, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I am curious um, then. So you, you kind of went, you started going uh, backwards. Like, um, well, I'm assuming, I, I don't know what ICP did you check out at first? What, what kind of, when you started Googling them, what was like the first shit? You're like, all right, this is where I'm going to start. See, I'm crazy. Uh, I'm crazy. Old minded. Uh, I didn't Google them too much. I went to my local record store <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. they had uh, a copy of the great Malenko and I just bought yeah. it. The great Malenko was the shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that was like such a significant thing to them. I just was like, Hey, there's one that I could start with. So I just bought it and listened to that. And, then was like oh this is like the one that everybody talks about okay <laughs> yeah um, man what a, what a surprise like that, that's that's i mean we, i had that but that was like all that there was at the time you know i mean there's a couple albums but man like to, to have all the shit you could have found i mean he, he could have walked into the fucking store and end up they could have had just like the calm or something yeah. you know and they had fucking great malenko I actually like the calm, so that would have worked out. <laughs> There's a mi- okay. Yeah, right. I, I went back and listened to the calm. It's not that bad. Okay. There's actually some jams Fuck off. There. Yeah. But as far as like pressed <laughs> up albums, uh, Malenko is probably the most pressed album they ever did. Yeah, he might be right. There's more copies of Malenko out there well, no, than I, any if other. If you go album. on Amazon to buy an ICB album, the only fucking one you can get is like 
Fearless Fred and the Riddle Box for seven dollars for some reason is always on Amazon. I yeah, I got uh, that off of Amazon. Yeah, why is it Riddle Box? <laughs> I don't know. I man. think they I think they've done represses of Riddle Box that because I bought one off uh, Amazon too, and it's different than no. Oh, okay. it, it's yeah, it's pressed differently. Do you think Island did that or yeah yeah? Okay, I think be- Island repressed it ch- more cheaply. Yeah, they're probably like, oh, yeah. we got this clown shit. We should probably make some money off of yeah. this. It's just sitting here. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you got you Malenko. Do, uh, yeah. If you want some of my hot takes, though, um, I'm not I'm not shy about it. Yeah, please. Uh, let's see. If I had picked up the Jekyll Brothers, I don't think I would have gotten into it as much. Oof. Don't that is a hot I take. Like that album very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I I get that. I used to love that album. I went back and listened recently. It doesn't hit the same. Hmm, I okay. don't know why. It, I don't like it as much as I used to. It's got a very like. Um, Almost like a. It was really that new metal yes, kind of era. Yeah, yeah. They they, they were re- they really kind of found that pocket and went. I think went for it that era. It's got a little bit of a Hollywood vibe to it, yeah. you know. So I, I I guess I can see that. Uh, at the time, it was the best fucking thing since the Great Malenko. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I get I can see that. I guess to to an extent. They think they blow. They suck. Yeah, I just don't have the nostalgia for any of these, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's all right, man. So what else? But as far as musically and the way it it caught you, you think Malenko was the best one to start with and probably Um, there? I think it was, yeah, I'd say probably the best one to start with because anything earlier, it sounds a little bit dated and that could turn some people off. Um, I think you could go back to Riddlebox at least and still be okay, though. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably the best one to start with. I like the Wraith a lot more, both of them. Um, but I don't think that's the one you want to start with. No. I, I think that has more meaning if you don't start there. I do agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then the new, the second deck, uh, I actually am not a huge fan of either of the first two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. But you but you're so, into you're into the you're into Fred and uh, Yum Yum and Lost and Found. Okay. Okay. What about Lost and Found? Which one's better? Uh, found. Okay. I was going like, to have, I was going to have to end the, I was going to have to end this call. Found's my go-to of the yeah. two. Yeah. Found rules. So, yeah. so not into I'm the Mikey Clark that. produced uh second deckers. What, uh, what, what's it about those albums that didn't really hit for you? Kind of the rehashing, trying to rehash old shit. Maybe it's kind of what, it, yeah, that, but it just, it didn't sound like they had to me a, a theme really decided yet. Mm. Um, it sounded. It seemed like, yeah, we'll we'll kind of keep doing the old stuff, and then Lost and Found was the first time I felt like it kind of really took on a new direction. Gotcha, and that does make sense. That that is the album they started kind of sounding differently in that second deck. Yeah, and I just love the production on Found, and I I think that's Young Wicked a lot of it. Yep, yep, that'd be him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love I love him singing with them and performing with them like Young Wicked rules, dude. We I, I'm a big fan of Young Wicked. I liked the whole era of, of Young Wicked and ICP. I thought was the shit. Like truly, I, I think yeah. that he was a good asset for them and he was really doing cool shit. Um, I even like the shit he's done on the Magic Ninja. I, I've followed him and I got the James Garcia CD over here. I love it. I, I think w- he's the shit. I do too. I will right, say right over there on, on my shelf. He's the man. I, I will say I don't like the James Garcia rebrand. If he ever listens to this, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Young Wicked was cool, man. That was way cooler. I do like that song though. He's like, it's James. Oh, that song goes so hard. <laughs> but like, even if you want to rebrand, brand to use your name i think that's fine but like the metallica font 
and then like the TikTok song. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing too much on there. Like, he, let's, let's back it up a little bit, James. I will say going back and listening to uh, Yum Yum and Found back to back, I did a couple weeks ago. I, I think I like Found better than Yum Yum. I would say that too. I would agree with that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I like, I think I like more songs off of yum yum, but, um, I forget what the uh, second track is on found. I forget what it's called. That's the first one after the intro. I found. Uh, I, yeah, it's found. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm uh, finally I like found. Mm-hmm. I like that song more than any, uh, any song off of Yum That is oh. one of my all-time favorite uh, ICP songs. It's a great one. It's yeah. fantastic. So that said, then, what is your like your favorite shit? Then what's the what's the shit you found of ICP that like, you're like, okay, I'm so happy that I finally fucking found this shit. Oh, that's tough. I mean, really starting it found on, and then uh, the Wraith Shangri La, mm. like the whole album. Shangri La is just awesome. That's that's probably my favorite one overall. I man, I you know, and I'm so close to agreeing with you on that. I I find myself changing my mind here and there, but man, I always go back to Shangri La. Yeah. That album is to me. I don't know. They just caught something there. They had something, and like I don't think they've ever been able to get close to it. Yeah, Mike P, Mike P really like he got into such a groove with them, like and everything they released at that point. Was I tr- and I truly do think Mike P is the best musician producer they've ever worked with. Yeah, even better than Mikey Clark. I love Mikey Clark. Don't get me wrong, but I think Mike P is a better musician. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree, and then especially with. Um, some of the new ones on the seeds of yum yum as well. Like I know people are really stoked to have uh, Mikey Clark back, but some of those like remix, the, the remixes are okay. It's the, uh, Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Abracadabra was fine. Abracadabra just sounded like the new version of, uh, Hocus Pocus. all the names are escaping me because yeah. I'm being put on the spot. The, the <laughs> new version of Hocus Pocus for sure. And then scrub life. Unscrub. <laughs> that song's all right. It's all right. But yeah, that, that was, was uh, 80, 80s rock ballad. I was just like, <sighs> "Oh come on, man! I love that fucking song. I love it." I was like that. I'm, I'm, I was with him. I've come around on it now, but at first I was like, uh, "Man, know. that song, that song." I could take it or leave it. I know they like doing that shit, but it doesn't. It to me, it doesn't doesn't really do much for me. It's okay. It's whatever. It gets me right in the soul. Nah, it don't hit my soul. That's for sure. I can go. Yeah, it's a nice little tune, but it's not hitting my soul. It comes all over my soul. That song. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you even have a soul? <laughs> no, I'm Santanic. Yeah, it just like <laughs> dribbles in the crater where your soul was. <laughs> oh God, man. Oh, uh, okay. That's cool, man. Um, well, you know what? So, so let me ask you this then with twisted being like kind of your intro, how do you feel ICP? I, I know you're not into the drama, but music wise, what, what's, what's, uh, scratching your brain more. Hmm. Um, I think that twisted is more consistent. I'll say that. Um, I think if that's they fair. put out a release, I'm going to like more songs on it. Yeah. But ICP also, there's just sort of a spectacle mm, that comes along yeah. with ICP that um, I'm not sure many artists, uh, even outside the Juggalo world, can hope to broach uh, with with the theming, with the roll, uh, album rollouts and stuff. Like um, Twisted, I think, can drop really good albums that I like a lot. Um What's what's the rock one they just did? 
Um, Gilf? Unlikely Prescription. Unlikely Prescription, yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to Unlikely Prescription all the time, like, since it dropped. Uh, Just a really, really good album. And it doesn't have anything that special to it either. And I think that people might, like, be like, eh? Uh, it's, It's not, like... A particularly good metal album, I would say. It I've been just calling it dad, well- rock. <laughs> dad Rock. Dad Rock? Dad Rock. Dad Rock. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it is a little bit Dad Rock, but it's just so like tightly put together yeah. that... Like, I feel like it kind of carries uh, as a whole album more than any one standout moment. Hmm. Um, I feel that. I mean, I think the the produ- production wise, it's, twisted, good, it's like, good ring entrance music. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. They, I, I think it's fine. It's fun to listen to it. it there's nothing like to <laughs> shit on. on that album. It, it's a fun listen. Yeah. But he yeah. hit the nail on the head. There is there is this ingredient to ICP. And I think that everybody who loves ICP feels it, that there's just this thing about them. Even when their music isn't that great, there's still this you know mysticism to it all that you kind of just feel and it gets it just gets under your skin in a good way and you're like man you know they're not great musicians or great rappers or great anything but fuck there's something about it that's how did why and how and man i'm just you know so yeah you couldn't have said it better man way i explain it to people that don't know that are like why do you like these people it's twisted is the talent icp is the creativity mm, yeah. and oh. you will not find a more creative rapper i think than violent J. that's for damn sure yeah because you know people will say like you said are these good musicians no i don't <laughs> think they would defend that either yeah but it takes something you know you have to have something special to look back on a as successful a career as they've had and go yeah, we're terrible musicians <laughs> and we've been that successful. Yeah. It's the same way in wrestling. People look at Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was not a great wrestler. I mean, his fucking final move was a goddamn boring ass yeah. leg drop. And that's what people say. Hulk Hogan was not a great wrestler. Like watching him, he just didn't have the moves, but he just had this other thing that everybody, that was just creativeness. You know, it was just a, mm-hmm. it was a feeling that people caught on to. And I think it's kind of the same type of thing. Yeah, here, here's what I'm trying to say. Twisted can drop a better album. If Twisted tried to drop an album and said, we're going to have three to four EPs that are themed around this album, get excited for that, that would not work. Yeah, you would get <laughs> bored after the first one. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's a good point. When that said, uh, I do have some of their, uh, I, I do buy CDs. I am like, like I said, kind of old minded. Dude, I've been buying the fuck out of some CDs lately. Hey man, where, Love you, some physical media. I'm actually yeah, there I did with grab you. a couple off my shelf, a couple yeah. of the fun ones I've got. Hell yeah. Yeah, there's the the special edition of Mad Season. Uh, I got the Black Friday one. Ooh, that's dope. That's a pretty yeah. sweet cover, too. Yeah, it is. And the other one I grabbed off my shelf, uh, I recently moved, so I haven't like unpacked everything yet. I've still got more. Uh, I've got like Steve meets a boo somewhere. Oh, cool, man. That's a good one. Um, but I grabbed that off the shelf too. What is that? Swag tooth. Oh, Oh, AJ profit and swag tooth. Interesting. All right. So let's talk that. Um, it, are you, are you into Ouija Mac? Are you a fan? Uh, I'm kind of a fan of like all the juggler rappers to some extent. I appreciate all of them for what they bring to the table. Um, I do like Ouija though. And I feel like I have kind of a special connection with him because uh, I went to that Fury tour and that was my first ICP show. 
And I was like, you know, oh, I'm kind of new to this whole world and stuff. And uh, people there at the show were like, oh, there's somebody else new to this whole world. And he's on the tour. It's his first one with ICP. And that was Ouija Mac. And he just dropped uh, gutter water. Okay. So I kind of felt a kinship there that I'm like, oh, we're both kind of new to this. That's Even though cool. he'd obviously been a fan much longer than me. So music wise, though, Maybe he was like an usher. He helped you usher into this into that world because he was new and he was something you could like pay. All right. We're both new. Let me pay attention and see where mm-hmm. he's going. And like that way, at least you can kind of, you know, uh, move along with them. That's I, I, I can see that. I, I'm more yeah. curious. Music wise, are you, you're 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 hip to like oh, everything he's been doing. I wouldn't say everything. Um, and I've actually, I went to see him the last time he was here and, uh, actually had a conversation with him about it. Um, I don't like the sacrilegious stuff he's, he's been, been on lately. Oh, the satanic. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the satanic stuff or, uh, just it's shitting insane, on religion in general. Yeah. Um, I, I try to, uh, I, I am religious. I am Christian. Um, and while we like do all sorts of fun things, ICP, you know, there's always sort of the, uh, veneer of this is a show. <laughs> sure. It's kind of like you said with wrestlers, it's like, but I think that that's probably yeah. what you're getting out of that, man. You're feeling that you're feeling that, uh, energy that they bring to the table, that kind of, uh, spiritual, their yeah. connection to God energy. Yes. Yes. And I feel like some of the stuff we just been doing lately kind of flies in the face of that just Mm. a little bit. And I do have a theory on that's why some of the things have been happening in the juggler world regarding ICP themselves, especially Jay. And I, that I, I do have sort of a theory of he's kind of a, he's, he's taken a liking to that side of things. I mean, Bloody Sunday, his new album is covered in that kind of yeah. aesthetic, mm. which I thought was shocking. So to me, Jay, he, at least to me, as far as spiritually, religious, whatever, I think Jay has fallen off the horse. Mm. If you want to say that, I think he's, you, you think Ouija is kind of the, the like push it, like almost not pushing it, but I'm not he's, gonna, he's, he's, he's one of the reasons Jay is le- leaning that way. I'm not going to say Ouija uh-huh. is the reason, but I would, I, wouldn't. I, I would say that, that lifestyle, that, that imagery he has taken a liking to it Hmm. i I don't have a problem with the imagery it's more about um ouija has some fundamental misunderstandings about what the bible says and then he raps about those that in a couple songs and i think it uh comes across just kind of as ignorant um and like i said this is not anything i wouldn't say to his face i have (laughs) um i would love to hear that i would love to hear some uh, of that he was uh, still very respectful to me. We we still had a great time, and he put on a great show. And uh, yeah, I still have a lot of love for him. And uh, so, so, I, I do like the albums. I, I do. So um, let me ask you a question. You've talked to Ouija, and I've theorized this before on the show. Is he actually satanic? Does he does he claim that? No. Okay. He just no. uses he uses the imagery. It's kind of shock value stuff. I, I don't think he uses satanic imagery really. Either. Okay. Um, what would you call it? What, what would you, so you had a conversation with him. So what prompted you to have a conversation like that with him then? If he doesn't use the imagery, it, it was, uh, the lyrics, like I said, he, he had, uh, rapped about stuff on dirtbag. Okay. Um, and had some, some fundamental misunderstandings about, uh, what, uh, about a couple passages in the Bible. So that's, that's what I talked to him about. Okay. So more for um, lyrics that you've caught lyrics that have made you question that. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's it's not satanic. It's just him being disrespectful to a religion that I don't think he really understands. Um, I don't have a problem with the imagery. It's just dark, edgy imagery. And I mean, if you don't like that, I don't know how you get to the juggler world. Yeah, <laughs> so, of I mean, course. All of it's that. Yeah. Um, but I, I know some people had a problem with like the cover of Dirtbag. Uh, I don't really care. Oh, that's like, the one where he's, on the, he's, like he's on the cross. on the cover. Yeah. Well, you you you've said you came from the metal world, so I I'm. Uh, I'm assuming you've seen tons of that imagery with bands you've liked. You gotta be forgiving to an extent. Um, To some extent, I I don't dabble in any of the satanic stuff. Uh, You know, that's a big turnoff for me. Um, But dark imagery to an extent, I mean, it's why it's what drew me to metal is that um, you have to have low lows to have high highs is yes. sort of the, the idea. That's why I like metal core so much when you have like the, uh, the guttural screaming stuff. And then you have singing with that. Um, it just creates a really dynamic, uh, experience, I think for the listener. Hmm. Well, uh, considering your, um, religious background, can I ask, did the, yeah. did the Wraith Shangri-La kind of, the, I mean, the the overarching theme, obviously, being God and yada yada. But do, do you think that helped uh, kind of solidify your love for the clowns or do you or was that just like a nice little cherry on top? Um, I, I think it helps solidify it because I like uh, music that does have kind of a message to it. Um, and I like positive I like positive messages, even when it's, you know, um, we can be goofy and dark and edgy and stuff, but I like that it's positive at the end of the day. Yeah. And I do think Ouija still embodies that um, off the stage. Like I said, talking to him, um, he's a really nice guy. Sure. And uh, I, I was going to refute to the like Ouija might be leading Jay down a dark path. I don't think that at all, because Ouija hangs on to every word that Jay says. Mm. Like, I mean the respect he has for Jay, I, I think might be a little bit unhealthy. <laughs> <Honestly. Okay. laughs> what um, makes what makes you say that? Is there, is there like a, from you talking to him or was it like an interview you watched or something that um, um, I've listened to a couple of different podcasts that he's been on. And I worry that like, um, he takes this, like the dark carnival stuff as an actual religion. Ah, and I don't think Jay ever, really intended it that way. I think it was more of a worldview and a way to look at things and uh, sort of <sighs> translating Jay's, Jay and Shaggy's own worldview to music um, in a unique way. I'm not sure that he... It's sort of like the people that um, call themselves Jedi and are not kidding and take that as their like spiritual or religious view. <laughs> yeah. Um, George Lucas was trying to communicate a lot of things with that. I think, I don't think he was trying to say that the force is real. <laughs> right. Exactly. I will say, man, this, this is fascinating conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you, so going back to Jay, do you actually perceive, I mean, I, I know you haven't been in this world a long time. We've been in it for quite a while. Do you, and, and and this is what I think. I think Jay has kind of gone down a dark path. Do you see that? Do you think anything has led him um, that way, or is it just, or, or you just thinking it's you know we're just thinking too much. Another, we're we're looking too deep into it. I mean, my opinion, knowing nothing, I have uh, I've talked to Shaggy before. Actually, I've never talked to Jay though. Um, How'd you talk to Shaggy? I went to his solo tour. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, uh, 
uh, did the VIP thing and hung out with him for a while. Cool. I'll, I'll get into that in a minute if you yeah, want to. Yeah, for sure. He said some fun stuff. Um, but Jay, as far as I understand, with my very outsider knowledge, is that he's always struggled with addiction. And it just kind of seems like more of that. Um, And I think he's starting to have to grapple with his own mortality. And that's a difficult thing to do. Um, And I've seen it before because I work in elder care. Mm. And, you know, it's just he's been diagnosed with AFib. Um, He's been told that he can't go quite as hard as he's been able to. It seems like he still had some problems with... Uh, addiction. And I mean, that's a battle that never ends. Yeah. And um, then his girlfriend passed away. I think that he's just having a rough go of it right now. Mm. And there's also that I do think the beef kind of weighs on his mind. You know, it's hard to have your best friends in the whole world not be on good terms with you for a long time. And I've definitely slipped into dark mindsets myself from time to time. Um, that uh, I can understand where he's coming from, even with the, like, I won't associate with anybody that works for them yeah, yeah, or works with them. Um, I can understand where he's coming from, but it gets lonely fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I, from what I'm hearing, I'm, I feel like you, I'm on the same level as you are as how I'm looking at Jay and what he's going through. Uh, I mean, the addiction thing is huge. The beef, you know, the people surrounding him and what he's got to do and what he's got to deal with. I mean, yeah, there's just a lot of things that can weigh on you when you're in that situation, that position that he's in, I guess. I don't think it's all hopeless, though. I mean, he definitely has people around him that love him and Shaggy and Ouija for sure. Um, and I'm sure knowing Jay, he's got a couple more girlfriends around that care about him. <laughs> will um, you will you be, a, you know, you being a believer in, in God and, you know, you said you're a Christian, right? Yeah. So would you I mean, is that do you think that is what he is going to bring him out of this that he, you know, he develops a, a, or a new connection, a higher connection to this. I don't know what you would call um, it, but is that going to bring, is that going to be the catalyst to kind of put him back on this path to help through the addiction and all this? I mean, I think that that could be a powerful aiding factor. Um, but I'm also a heavy believer in, uh, you know, don't pray for to God for what you can do for yourself. <laughs> and yeah. I think that Jay also has the power to lift himself out of this. And I think that um, if nothing, Jay has shown he's extremely resilient. I mean, he's been through a lot of even health scares before with his weight and things. Yeah. And he's been able to shrug that, you know, throw that off in ways that people struggle their entire lives. Yeah. Through. And that that's always fascinated me about him is how he can just, oh, yeah, I. I broke my neck or I, you know, I had to get this surgery or whatever, whatever I'm, I'm back on tour. What? It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. You're no, you're absolutely right. His resiliency is, is insane. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that he needs to do the most, uh, to begin to heal is bury the hatchet and forgive people. Um, and there's stuff like, I know people will speculate there is stuff between them that none of us are ever going to understand. Yeah. You know, um, like beyond anything that's ever been public, there's, there's years of baggage, but, um, 
it's kind of like I said, my favorite band is Falling in Reverse. And they, the their vocalist, Ronnie Radke, was beefing with his old band for uh, like five or six years. Um, and I mean, he wrote an entire album that was a diss track to them. That was the first Falling in Reverse album. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, listening to interviews um, with him, he eventually did do a tour called Bury the Hatchet that I went to and was fantastic, where they did a co-headlining tour. Um, they did interviews together, him and the singer of his old band, um, hugging and making up. And he, the words he said that I really clung on to is he said, um, I woke up every single day feeling angry mm. about being wronged and I just let it fester and stuff. And he said, you know, I realized at some point that my old band, those people didn't care. They were not waking up every morning with it weighing on their mind. They were not waking up every morning with it bothering them. But he said, it really bothered me every single day and colored every interaction I had. It just was bothering me. So he said, finally, I realized this is only hurting me. Um, and I let it go because I, it was just, you know, either I'm going to keep letting this hurt me or I'm not. And letting this hurt me is just putting me in a dark place. It's taking me down this dark path and I just don't want to be hurting anymore. Hmm. That's a really healthy way to look at shit. I mean, I, I hope one day ICP can do that. That would be amazing. I feel like that's twist has kind of done that. Like they don't, seem to let things like keep them from doing yeah. what they're doing. They seem to, but I mean, who knows what yeah, they're waking up. We can only speculate, but, but and it's not admitting you're wrong either. It's not saying you're wrong or that you don't have valid, you know, grievances. It's just, maybe forgiveness. it's just like, let's yeah. move, let's it's, just move the fuck on and go on. With I mean, our it, it really is absolute forgiveness in your own mind. Yeah. Cause I, I think both sides have rights and both sides have wrongs. Like, and, and what, what poet, what, Think about the poetry would be that metaphor, Jay burying the hatchet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Someday, man. Someday. We'll see. Um, And then, did you guys want to hear what Shaggy was talking yeah, about? Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> sure. So, uh, I brought a bunch of albums for him to sign and stuff, uh, which he was more than happy to do. Um, and I said, yeah, you know, uh, everybody ahead of me, you know, was like, oh, I've been down since 83. Oh, I've been down <laughs> since, you know, 90 and things. And I get up there and I go, oh, I've been down since six months ago. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. That's awesome. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I heard I, I told him my origin story. Like I've told you guys heard Twisted at Warp Tour. I thought this was pretty neat. Here I am. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh. You know, we made them, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, know, I know about the beef. I know about everything. He goes, ah, you got the internet. I got it. Um, That's funny. But he, he gave me a hug, like a really tight one. And he goes, you do not know how good it is to hear somebody say they're new to this. Oh, wow. <laughs> it probably he makes him like, feel old when he hears he all said, these people from... Yeah. <laughs> He said all day, I hear people going, we've been down since basement cuts. Yeah. We've been down since dog beats. And he's like, dude, there were six fans of the band at that time. And I knew all of them. <laughs> you are full of crap. Right. Like, he was like, oh, I just get so tired of it. And it just kind of becomes a dick measuring competition. So yeah. he was like, it's so refreshing to hear somebody be like, eh. <laughs> like you guys are new to me, but this is cool. That's really awesome, man. I, I can imagine that. It's probably a, flipped his wig, honestly. I love that. 
That's awesome. Yeah, but so it's he, happening he more. A lot of questions. Because a lot of new junglers probably are like scared to go up and say that to but him, let alone. You but know? there are people like Chris. I mean, there are people that are every day getting into this finding ICP. And I really do think it's that magic that draw it. They, they are still drawing people in and like, yeah, like you said, it, some of them are afraid to talk, but obviously Chris here is intelligent enough to go to up to Shaggy and up to the artist and say, Hey, you know, this is, this is my story. And it, it, you know, it, it comes across, they get it. They understand yeah. it. Yeah. I've also talked to, uh, Oh, the horror, like a lot, they are really cool guys. I've talked with uh, Young Wicked for a little while, um, a this, little bit. Uh, this is from This is from VIP experiences. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, almost entirely. Oh, the horror doesn't do that. <laughs> so you uh, dug deep, man. You you said you know I'm I'm into these guys. I'm going to I'm going like as far as I possibly can. VIP everything. Yeah. We're doing. It. I, I want to. Not all the time, because I mean, sometimes it just honestly is not worth it price wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes it's, you know, it's fun to do that, get all my albums signed and stuff. Um, and I know, too, some people are going to be like, you're religious. You don't like some of the stuff Ouija says. You went to see Alazuli Lou. Um, <laughs> and that's that's again that. I think they have walked a fine line remarkably and that it's, it all feels like lore mm. and not disrespectful in the slightest. And I love what they do. Yeah. They're doing, they're, they got a cool little gimmick going on, you know, uh, they, and they can wrap their asses off. I, I will give them props on that. I just, I me personally, I just, I think their fucking mask gimmick has, has to go. Cause I can't fucking <laughs> tell who's who. I agree. I think they at least should adopt something kind of like, the clown paint uh, a unique feature to sure. each of their masks would yeah help. that would help it'll be nice i had to like go back to their first album and like they would say their names and memorize i'm like okay this is this that's guy. his voice this is this guy yeah, yeah. that's hard I, yeah. I i don't even have that done i have a favorite <laughs> of the three and i can't even tell you who it is <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome that's, i mean that by design it's probably what they wanted but yeah um, I'll, I'll say this man for you being down as long as you have been down which is what a six months you said a year maybe um, that, that was, uh, then now it's been a couple of years. It was like 2017, oh, okay. like five, five, six years now. Okay. okay. For, for, so you've been down for a few years and the amount of stories that you have already that you could come on here and tell is insane. That's so cool. it, it's obvious that you've, do, you've dove really deep and you know, you actually, you're, you're into it and you actually care. And that is, I mean, yes. I mean, this was a fascinating conversation, man. I yeah. th thank you for that. Yeah. Um, I also want to say too, you guys like I, I won't out anything he told me because uh, I'm not that kind of person. But um, the vocalist, the lead guy, John from Oh the Horror, uh, all the ideas he has for the Juggalo world and Magic Ninja, like the direction that things need to go. Um, I think he has like the best ideas out of anybody that I've heard so far. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, I don't know if he'll be listened to, but if he is ever listened to, that's, that's cool. That I, I like that. Uh, I, I'm happy to hear that. Oh, the whore. Like I, I've, I've listened to a few of their songs and they're, they're okay, but I haven't deep dived on them or anything, but I'm happy to hear that they're embracing like the juggalo-ness of their kind of position they're in. Like, I, I, I like that they don't just hop on M&E and just keep doing their, um, we're doing our rock thing. We're not getting into the juggalo shit. Like I, I like that. They're kind of to hear that they're embracing it. That's pretty cool. John, John is like 
a super juggalo. Like he's super into this world um, and has been since he was a kid is what it sounds like. Oh, cool. Um, the other guys, uh, they're, they're now a two piece, um, which a lot of people don't know. They're their third guy left. Um, okay. I don't really know all the de- details with that. Um, but John especially is super into all this and wants to make so many things happen that I know you guys listening to this want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So just, just hope that he gets his way. That's um, cool, man. I, I'm happy to hear that. I'll have to check them out and maybe reach out to them. Maybe they might be cool to talk yeah, to. Yeah, get them on the show. That'd be fun. All right, Chris. Yeah. Well, look, Chris, we've held you for a long time. We appreciate you hanging out with us as long as you have. Um, is there anything you have to get out there or promote or say before we let you go? Um, I mean, the only thing I have to promote right now is my YouTube channel, Nihil, N-I-H-I-L. And uh, I will throw it in the chat real quick. Yeah. It's Nihil. I, I pulled it up on YouTube. It's Nihil is here at Nihil yes. is here on YouTube. So uh, check that. He's, uh, I'm just seeing uh, nothing but shining force videos. Fucking I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be consuming some of these for sure. I mean, 20,000, <laughs> 20,000 views. I mean, I'm seeing, yeah, he's got some views on there some shit go. right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. I love it. Um, well play shining force. Watch Nihil is here. Uh, and then, um, you know, Bro, keep keep fucking jugging it up, man. We we oh, we yeah. we're, we're happy you're in our world and uh keep keep oh, on trucking. You, this is probably cliche. Follow, uh, my Twitter too. It's at Nihil YouTube. Okay. This is probably cliche, man, but you know you seem like you got an old soul. <laughs> I do hear that every so often. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Anytime. Chris. We appreciate you, man. Uh, I'm glad we can finally make it happen. Yeah, me too. Thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, bro. See you later. Yeah. All right, man. That's Chris. Wow, man. Cool guy. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool, man. That was that was that was some. I mean, for someone so new, I mean, I th- I feel I feel like he gets it. Like, I I love his perspective. Oh, yeah. completely. Yeah. Like his perspective. I'm feeling like, hopeful and great. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good conversation. Completely, like, just blew my wig back on how understanding he was of just the whole of all the dynamics of this juggler world. It was yeah. Crazy. It's like, it's like he joined, he, he joined in and like immediately fell in, you know, yeah. <laughs> he went hard. Like I've been doing this for, I think like 10 years. I only just met twisted. Like I yeah. only just went to see twisted. <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he's getting it. He's Bro, doing I, it. I've only met, ICP one time officially I was at the in dark Lotus in store back in like 2001 or yeah. two. Yeah. And you know, they don't remember you barely yeah. remember it. you know, they don't remember yeah, that. Hell no. They don't even remember who they were at that point. Right. <laughs> Wait, I, I mean, if, if Shaggy does that, uh, that solo tour, I, I hope he does VIPs. I'd meet Shaggy. That sounds awesome. Oh yeah. That's I'd be awesome. so fucking nervous though. I couldn't go up to him and be like, hi, this is my story. Like I respect that confidence. I don't have like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I for him to say, like I've barely been down, but yeah. I'm, here, man. I would just be like, can you send yeah. my CD, please? There's like, one, there was one thing about Chris is he, I mean, he's got this type of confidence that it, it's not even that. It's just, it's it's like a, this natural confidence that you just can't deny. Yeah. But yeah, man, great, great fucking talker. This, this I, I, he could hold it. I think he could hold an entire podcast on his own oh, yeah. talking about I mean, this shit doing, already. I want to watch his videos just for him. I'm yeah. Sure, I'm sure his YouTube channel is pretty interesting. Man. I, I genuinely, for the, for the record, I know like I, I, I literally could have talked to him about shiny force for a long time. Like I fucking <laughs> love shiny. Force. It's, yeah. I would put that in my, in my top 10 games of all time. 
Honestly, I fucking love Shining Force. And for him to be having a channel exclusively before that, that blew my fucking wig back. Good shit, man. Economy. That's awesome. Shining Force 2, just as good as the first. By I'll, the way. I'll check so. <laughs> I've got an emulator. I bet I, I have it on there. It's definitely on there. Yeah. I, you know what? Is, I, is, is, is Shining Force just on Sega? She plays Super Nintendo, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunately oh, really? Vinny. Uh, it, it's, if you buy the Sega Genesis Classics, which is like a video game on like PlayStation and shit. I got the first one, the first generation. By the way, where's my, if I had my fucking vape, where'd it go? Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah. If you have the Sega Genesis Classics, it's on there. I got the first one. The, uh, I think it's, the, it has Golden Axe and the all generation the one model. Then they came out with the second one, not uh, recently, which I want to get, but oh, it's a hundred bucks. You're talking about the physical console. I'm talking about if you could just buy like the game like the digital version. It's oh, called yeah, yeah. Genesis Classics. On, I, I think I, they might even have it on the actual, that little probably, physical thing. I, I, I would yeah. imagine is, I don't know why it's on there because Shining Force was very like awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I think it kind of got slept on because even the first one was very hard to find. And I ended up finding it at Video Trader one day, like on a whim, they had one fucking copy and I bought that shit immediately. But the second one, I think got a little popular, but... <laughs> What's he saying? Oh, he's saying it's on uh, PC and PS4. Okay, yeah. Um, definitely. Um, oh, PS4. Hell yeah. I, I just bought it I on that, my PlayStation. I just bought that Sega Genesis Classics on my PS5 like last week, like, yeah. and it's on there. I'm, I'm definitely going to play it. He's got me hyped f- to play it again. Yeah, man. What an interesting character. I can't. That mean that, but I was taken completely by surprise. Yeah, that, that was, was awesome, fun. dude. That was fun. Is my mic working? I think my headphones went out. No, you sound yeah, good, man. That's fine. <laughs> but, you're um, sure? If your headphones went out, you're in, you're not gonna be able to hear uh, Gmo Ski. Are you sure? Uh, let's let's test Make it. Make sure quick. there's not like a. Uh, is there like a? Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. Yeah. There's like a connector. It's loose or something. Some God damn. We got to really revamp this studio, man. <laughs> oh yeah, man. you're embarrassing me right now. <laughs> We're working on it, man. That's why our studio is uh, bare bones right now, I y'all. Talk in the air. <laughs> That's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, we'll get into uh, my filthy spirit bomb. We, t- we spent too much time with Chris. Oops, not crack tiles. Oh, we didn't spend enough time with. Chris. I would. I could talk to Chris all goddamn day, dude. But we got shit to do here. Yeah, why am I here? Bring him in. <laughs> Fuck me. Like that guy's cool. <laughs> nah, man, you're. You got to stay here. Oh, you okay. ain't going nowhere. That, that's fine. Um. All right. So my filthy Go spirit say- bomb was Gmo Ski's first album on Magic Ninja Entertainment. <laughs> Out of nowhere. All right. So, quick story. He said when when uh, si- when the fir- when uh, what was it? The uh, the fucking human suit cloth. Human cloth. Human, human cloth. cloth. Okay. We'll play the video for that when it comes on. Human cloth came out, and you were doing a podcast at the at that time. When did this come out? 2016? 2016. Okay. Human cloth came out twenty sixteen. Right. Yeah. You were doing a podcast at uh, at that time. I said, hey, uh, Kyle, you need to check this shit out. This shit is fire, bro. You said, all right, yeah, whatever. You threw it on. You didn't even respond to it. You were just like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. I blew it off. I said, dude, this shit is dope. This kid, this dude is fucking amazing. Like, he's like one of the best rappers right now in the underground that I'm hearing. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, it's okay. 
Yeah, um, so what brought you around to him? Um, you know what? I kind of slept on him for a while, even after that, because pretty soon after this, he released that Violent J diss song. Yeah. And I was pissed at him for that. Like, I, I listened to this album and I kind of liked it. It was like a year or two after this. Was it? It was, wasn't it? A little bit after he got signed, yeah, with MNE. Okay. Um, I, I remember hearing Human Cloth and then like a while later hearing that diss. Yeah. Um, which I heard the story about. He talked about No Jumper, if you want to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, please tell. He was a battle rapper. That's where he kind of got his start from in the, yeah. he's from California, right? And Bay Area, I Bay believe, Area, right? Yeah, yeah, from Richmond. And um, the six foot, seven foot video drop that Violent J did. Oh, did yeah. That, that was 2017 because they were 17. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was 2017. And Gmo was at the studio and everybody was like, ah, who gives a fuck? Like, who cares? And Gmo's like, no, he's dissing you. Why aren't you guys responding? So then. He talks about this on No Jumper? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You need to check that out. We should have watched that. Check out that interview. Interview that he yeah. did on No Jumper. I need to watch that. Very insightful. Um, but he said, like, this guy's dissing you. Why? Like, it's, there's a picture of the building that we're sitting in in that video. Why are you guys not reacting? And everybody's like, ah. He's like, no, fuck that. And then he wrote his. I understand, like, I don't. The go to to like, release it. <laughs> These days, I don't blame him for going for his team. Like, that's I truly, what it was. Yeah. I truly respect him for that, honestly. He was, <laughs> he was new to the Juggalo world, just dropped his album, trying to make a name for himself. Like, he knew it would get views, yada, yada. So, Dude, his, his, he's a battle rapper. Like, you can't stop a battle rapper. Like, so, it's but, just not good. Like, when they want to come out, they're, they're going to do their shit. But when I heard that shit, yeah. I, I stopped fucking with I, I honestly, because <clears throat> this album came out first before that. I didn't really fuck with this album. I listened to it maybe once or twice and kind of like, it was all right. Human Cloth was okay. But I did I never really paid attention to it. He dropped the disc. I stopped giving a fuck about Gmo completely. Yeah. And then. I was in my feelings a little bit about the disc. I ain't going to lie. That reminds me. I forgot to rock this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you came around to Gmo in a big way. I, I did. I, I remember that. So he, he had the diss. When I was doing my last podcast, uh, my partner was going on and on about outside Gmo was and shit. And yeah. I finally decided to like buckle down and give him a shot. And I was like, he's undeniably tight yeah. as fuck. I don't care if he dissed. <laughs> I don't care if Gmo came out and dissed my mom. Right. I would That's be like, what yeah, it's, it's pretty tight. She probably deserved it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Gmo. Like yeah, when he re- when he released that um um the disc to, to Jay, it was really in that beef moment. And yeah, I was in my feelings a little bit about it. I was yeah. like, you know, it, it hit me here a little bit. You know, I was like, ah man, oh Jay, oh man, come on, bro. <laughs> but like. But Gmo to, also at that time was not like a powerhouse. No, he wasn't. He was like coming up. Yeah, and like he, he punching he, up words. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, bro, he he fucking slaughtered Jay. I mean, Jay would never mm-hmm. be able to write a diss like just a line for line diss track is good. No, hell the fuck no, no. dude. Hell no. I mean, Jay has different talents. <laughs> Gmo's talent is you know it's a, he's a battle rapper. I mean, it's, and that's yeah. period. Go ahead. I'm sorry to for cutting you off, bud. Oh no, you're good. I, I don't even remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> Um, Gmo rules is what you're going to say. Any, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that first song was great. The intro oh, slide? Cool. Yeah. Fucking hard as hell. Yeah. And so I love Salt Off. Hell, motherfucking no. That shit is so tight. Oh, yeah. He drops a dope line in this. Look. Yeah, my favorite line in the entire album I was saying earlier is in this song. The last show did for hat like a 
fucking Soviet. That shit crazy. Lately, I've been burning bridges with associates. Ugh. Every bar is like. It, I mean, it reminds. You know how I've gone on and on about how like how Cal Scrooby like every line is so hand picked like yes. perfectly. That's what Gmo is doing. Like he does yeah. the same shit. Like every word, it's just like it couldn't have been a better word in that spot. He's good at you know? he's good at the English language. Absolutely. He doesn't write songs. He crafts them. Yes. I don't want to miss my line. I don't know when it's coming, but like I always think of a line, like I call them, like I call them spreads. Like you get a spread of a bunch of shit laying out and you hand pick things and you put them together in an order. And I call that a spread. And usually for me, a spread is a four bar interval. Okay. Yeah, I got you. It's a four. It's like a four bar interval. They usually do four bar interval intervals, two bar, four bars. Yeah. And they fill them with Maltese. They fill them with punchlines. They fill them with, you know, metaphors, everything, everything you need to be in a rap verse. They fill them in these four bar spreads. Yeah. And then they go on to the next one. Right. And like Gmo is, is an expert at that. An, an absolute expert. And it's, it's also like a ball of clay. You, ch- you you take this ball of clay that's an idea. It's kind of shaped a little bit the way you want, and then you chisel it down into this sculpture. And that's what he does, man. It's very... Like, he... You could tell he... This ain't his first fucking draft. No, hell no. He might be a battle rapper, and his... He could probably spit off the fucking top of his head very good. I think he even went on that one fucking uh, wake-up show or some shit, and maybe even did that shit. Yeah, he might. But nevertheless... Did he? Wake up show? I, I think he went on one of those, whatever, some fucking show in battle rap. I would love like, to or, see or, or not, maybe not battle rap, but he, um, freestyle. Anyway, uh, his lyric. Oh, we missed it. Oh, my favorite. My f- I was going to look up the actual lyrics to see what verse it's. My favorite. Yeah, yeah. My favorite lyric on that. And uh, the reason why I love that lyric so much is because I know. I, I know our, um, our 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 friend Randy would love it. Yeah, we'll go back to it. Hold on. Yeah, that's very important. This is critical. Randy would would get a kick out of this. I know. I know he would. I know he'd love it. It's uh, here it is. Here it goes. Pink sock, baby. Oh. God damn it, that's so hard. Hardest Pixar God damn it. Written. Dude, Randy would love that line. Randy would. He's he goes, I mean, anyone who goes to the Pink Sock Festival would probably love that line. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, we're gonna watch the video for this song. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a video for this one. Yes. I'm excited yeah. to see this. Oh Fuck yeah. Yes. This is what this is my first introduction to Gmo was. Dude, this, this might video. be the hardest Gmo song. It, 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 it might. It, it might goes be. so fucking hard. It is dope. I mean, it, it is the. It's it's what introduced me to him. The first thing I saw was G. That, that I mean that video. Which is that's that's a, that's a good, good one. Yeah, I think he even bitches about this uh, on Filth Element. He talks a little bit about uh, his image and shit. Hold on. Shit, hold on. <laughs> All right, I'll get it going. I'll, I'll show you guys here in a second. Hold on. <laughs> I'm so excited. I've not seen this. Hold on. I'll get it going. That fur hat is dope. Gmo, you a boss. And that new trench coat. That shit is stupid. He's ridiculous. He's just funny, man. He's a funny character. Human claw. 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 Human claw.
Look at <laughs> Oh, that's, is that the Joker? He's in it. Yeah. Where? And he was in the background. He like looked down at him and was like, Oh, shit, I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good character. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. In his videos, he's always acting and doing weird shit. Oh, I love his energy. He's so fun. This video is so tight. Now, would you say he was uh, influenced by Ed Gein? He might be, yeah. I even shouts him out on this song. Does he really? Yeah. Does he say? I, I don't. I don't. I don't remember that. He said Wayne Gacy. I don't know if he. Or maybe the. I think it's on this first movie. You niggas still running around rocking cheap threads. I'm stepping out with new clothes every week, man. When I need a new wardrobe, I'll leave your peeps dead. I like how everybody's like, oh, damn, bro. This shit's hard. She was Alaskan. I want Raskin. Brought her back to my cabin. Started stabbing. She wore vans, so she died in the worst fashion. I shop at graveyards because I rock cadavers. A lot of rappers think they fit. That's disturbing. But I love it. I'm on a flock of bitches, nigga. Watch me. Is that an iguana? Yeah. Then, what the fuck? Was that? that mask is sweet. That yeah. mask is sweet. Yeah, I don't know, man. Oh, there's a guy that. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was uh, Ed, uh, Ed Gein and Wayne Gacy. No, I don't think that was Ed Gein. Wait, was it? Uh, or Dahmer? Yeah, I think that was supposed to be Dahmer. Yeah. He was homosexual, so he had the jumpsuit on. Yeah, it looked like it. So I could tailor it, make it fit. Now when I'm on stage, I'm looking dangerous. Yeah, Ed Gein was like that. He was like the really backwoods redneck that like dug up his mom and wore her skin. Oh, shit. He, yeah, that's what... Uh, he had lampshades made of fucking flesh. Yeah, he didn't oh, actually wow. kill as many people as... I think he only killed like one person. No, he was a grave robber that yeah, dug up shit. Robber. And then he would use like carcasses Freezer. and like decorate his house with them. Yeah, he took taxidermy to a whole new level. Yeah, he was very disturbing. He thought his mom was coming back from the grave and like telling him to do all this that's shit. That's what uh, Bates Motel was based off yeah. of. And, um, oh man, check out Ed Gein. He's probably one of the more disturbed people of all time. Is Dima the next song? Was it back to back? Yeah. Oh, nice. Here goes. It's another good one. I don't know if I. I th- I've definitely seen this. This is like his definitely his most watched video. Yeah, this was the first my introduction to Dima. Sorry, this video's got uh, how many views? Where to say that? Six hundred thirty-two thousand. I think he has one with a million now. Actually, I'm, I remember him talking. All, about all his videos are great. Oh yeah, dude, he's a great actor. Yeah. One hundred percent entertainer, like no doubt. This little mic. Yeah, like Bob Hope, Mark. Yeah. Crack baby slash freaking. You get some of those. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Hold those. Yeah. Gay fishes. Gay fishes. His 
sitting there. I mean, his Maltese are awesome. Yeah. Dope as shit. That dude on the right. The syllables are 100% on point every time. Life sucks and I would be an asshole to let you live. I know. And I've heard that joke before, but like the way he would have, he's able to put it into a punchline is awesome. Every line just has those little like, Dude, that dude on the right cracks me up, man. <laughs> I don't know. I think the show stealer is that guy in the glasses. Yeah. Is he like some like Italian or something? Like what is he? I mean, he's playing Joker's Wild. Yeah. This is such a juggalo music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Joker's Wild. I still got the midget army marching on my fans go to jail for flipping cars and arson. You never met an artist with more of a cold fan base. They get down, fuck around and get it broke. This the type of music. Oh, dope. Nice squib. Music yeah. That shit looked dope. He's like, ah, 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 now I don't know much I, I haven't followed a lot of him I don't see any of his interviews I don't know where where Gmo Ski is at at this point But I would hope he's not like You know Getting face tattoos And uh, you know Rapping to trap beats He's keeping it real as yeah. fuck bro the, He just has a more extreme hat every day yeah. Yeah, That's pretty much it by the way, <laughs> he's talking about gay bashing and shit in like every other song. But um, one of my one of my favorite songs on Charlie and the Filth Factory is Mad Hatter. That song, that song is so great. Yeah, you know what? I won't be impressed until he shows up with like the skin from a short-faced bear, which is extinct, <laughs> on his hat. Then I'll be impressed. <laughs> I've, I've seen hats that just look like a crab. Like, you, you might, might come up with it. Like, he's got some crazy wardrobe. In the dome. <laughs> he, make the, he shouts out Juggalos on this song. Yeah, man. He, well, I mean, they were his big break. He, they got, yeah. he got invited to uh, the gathering and, like, did the tour with Twisted. Like, that was the first time he'd seen, like, a huge crowd like that. I mean, you know, this set was not that hard to build either. Oh, no. Oh, this is, like, such a great video and probably, like, not much money into it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She just smiles, dude. It's funny. I don't even know what the game show was about. They were spinning to see how they die, I guess. Filthy feud. With Ski Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny. He does Pinky, too, in one of his videos, right? Yeah, he has that one song, Pinky's Up. Yeah. Uh, where he's like dressed like a <laughs> fucking pimp mm-hmm. the whole time. That song and video is so tight. It's fantastic. Young Gmo, man, Gmo rules. Yeah, he's great. 
He's a good storyteller too. He is. He, like he's, when he wants to, he can tell a great story. One of the best like storytellers I've heard in a minute. Like, yeah. Up there with, with Violet J, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, and like at the same time he's telling the story, he's also putting punchlines in there. Yeah. You know, in metaphors, which is, you know, that that's kind of hard. You focus on telling the story, you just want to get the rhymes down, but he's able to still fit in these spreads of like Maltese and, and uh, you know, metaphors. And yeah. that's not an easy thing to do. Like this song is like his story, but it, it just has so many little yeah. things in there that it's just punchline after punchline, but it's real. But he still has those like metaphors and shit like weaved in there and whatnot. It's so great. This song is tight because it's telling like his origin story. Yeah. It's got an interesting little beat with the fucking Pied Piper whistle and yeah, shit. Yeah, it sounds kind of like fantasy ish, like an adventure. Yeah. The song goes hard. It's so good. Yeah. I, I, I love the. I love the lyrics and the storytelling. I think the song as a whole and the beat is a little of the weaker ones on here. Yeah, just just for my taste, you know. I, I, I feel that, but it's it's still doable. It, it works. A little more of a, like a chill. Yeah, and this is one you listen to like for the lyrics, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like following like G, like such like a yeah hard song, like a nice little like chill break before the one next. Yeah. The song's got a, or this album's got a lot of fucking songs on it. It's only got one. Oh, it's got two skits. Yeah. All right, this song's pretty tight, but I don't remember anything else specific. I'm gonna move on. Filthnificent. So seven actually produced that last song. Wow, really? Hold on, let's go back to that. Yeah, so it's a lot of seven and Sea Lance, right? This is seven. Yeah, interesting. And so it was written, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Very simplistic. But see, seven also produced "Slide" and "Salt Off," two of the best songs on the album. Mm-hmm. I mean, seven rules. We don't have to. We yes. all know that. Seven's one of the best. Yeah, he's great. Um, shout out uh, people in the chat. Mr. Little Ninja. Oh, 007, Krim. What's up, Krim? Thanks for joining us. Even if you're just spying. And Little Ninja, yeah, of course. This song goes hard, but there's something about it that I just, I don't know. It became a skipper to me. Over the week, I, I was the last week I was listening to it. It's just bars, but the... the I'm not... The, the, I'm not into the hook. Is, the music for this song is just kind of background music ish. Gmo spit bars. Like oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. See, that was a spread right there. Deep yes. on the mempo. Deep did it did the deep weak and did the completely move. And he changed the subject. Deep and it did the. And then it ends and it resolves and then it goes on to another one. Mm. That's oh, a spread. Yeah. Lil Ninja said he re, uh, didn't kick at first, but he reminds me of Tyler. Which, you know what? I've been listening to GMO in the car a lot lately, and I've been picking up my kids from school and shit. First of all, both of my kids, unprovoked, have both said they turned this shit off and they hated it. <laughs> Didn't like GMO? Which, by the way, I, for, for reference, I listened 
to a lot of ICP in the car. They don't tell me that shit. Gmo, for whatever reason, n- neither of them liked. I'm surprised yeah. by that. I'm I'm surprised too, yeah. but I'm not surprised. But by my it. O- my oldest, I was like, she listens to Tyler and Drake and all that shit. So I was showing her like, listen to this dude though, like listen to the bars, like the metaphors, like the punchlines. Like I mean, that's what I'm. And she you have listens- to understand what metaphors and bars and punchlines are. Does she understand all that? I don't know. I don't know. But she, I did. I will say this. She, there was a song where he. Um, it might even be on Charlie, but where he ta- he says something like, uh, "People compare me to Tyler. I'm Tyler, but I'm death the dot or some shit like that." And my daughter was like, "He does actually kind of sound like Tyler." Yeah, like, all right, I can get early that. Tyler. So the fact that she likes Tyler and then said that, I was like, "All right, all right, I'll take it." No, you know, that's something. Yeah, it's something. It's something. I don't know what it was. I think it's Gmo's like voice is abrasive and he he, he drops f bombs yeah. and shit. You know what I mean? So. I could see the, my kids being like, yeah. He is, yeah, he does have like a to his voice, and he is kind of. I like it. That's how I used to rap. I yeah. just <laughs> be as grimy as possible. Filth. Yeah. Does he talk about the filth origin on the No Jumper? It's just kind of what he. His style, because he's always saying just like wild, like dirty shit yeah. and like having a bad mouth. I That's see. just kind of where it comes from. It's like Jay calling it. Wicked shit or acid rap. It's just his flavor of that. It's filthy lyrics. I mean, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Give me more. Like, I don't need, like, I heard Gmo just as Gmo. Like, you know, I didn't need to. A lot of people need to associate somebody with somebody else, you know, to like, Mm -hmm. in order to like, like them. I feel it. I don't know. I just liked him as he is. Same. same. He doesn't really remind me of anybody. He's, he is unique. I don't listen to like the like Tyler show. I couldn't say. Yeah, I don't. I don't sure. listen to Tyler much either. I, I don't it. fuck with Tyler. I heard that one single Tyler came out when he first came out. That was it. Yonkers, where he was in the that black was, and white. That was it. Yeah, that and that song was kind of cool. Yeah, that was the only song I ever heard of Tyler. Other than yeah, that, I had no nothing about him. But now he does like Drake shit, yeah. like girl rap. But like, I hear. I definitely hear Eminem and like early Eminem influence. Yes, that Gmo. Yes. That was one of his big influences. Yeah. You mentioned that in the interview. There's a couple songs in particular where I'm like, this literally sounds like Eminem. Yeah. I could hear Eminem saying this. Which, it, it, it's funny. I think it's safe to say Eminem was inspired by ICP to a degree, or like the same Detroit style. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sure. then he was inspired by Eminem, so like it goes full circle, yeah. and now yeah. he's kind of like, in my eyes, a huge Juggalo classic. Yeah. Going back to, you know, full circle, when it really started with Esham, with, yeah. you know, I want to shout out to 17 Ways, uh, Sharif Violent J, the country singer in 007, their Check podcast talking about Esham and how it all came full, full, full circle from him in the Detroit sound. And yeah, it's spread out to the entire, commu- you know, hip hop genre in a way. And, well, yeah. You know, now, you know, now you have people like Gmo out there that really took influence from it, even if it was from Eminem and Eminem got it from Esham and, you know, ICP and that, that early stuff so it's like a plant yeah branches going out and reaching and touching different people speaking of that 17 ways should i don't know for sure should have their second episode out by now hell yeah yes i'm excited to listen to that because my ishan knowledge is very little so i want to hear it from the experts check out that first one with the uh uh, i think
think they reviewed tongues. That was a pretty, I mean, it was it was a riveting conversation between the two. And they really get into the mindset of Isham and who he was and what he was thinking at that time. It was, both, it was both, really interesting. Both former guests on Deck One Do. Yeah. Sharif, the Violent Jay the Country singer, and 007. Peep that shit. Yeah. Now, these are his, this is Gmo's crew, yes. right? This yeah. is like his D12. The Inf gang. <laughs> yeah, that's what the pinkies out is. Yeah. Oh, that's their thing. Oh, that's yeah. their eye. I get it. Yeah. There's a couple of them that I, I think are cool. They're spitting. Yeah, they're, they're spitting. I can fuck with them. I mean, I, I, like, think, I like this gruff voice yeah. guy. I think he's cool. Crowder. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's cool as fuck. I like his voice. A very unique voice. But yeah, the other dudes can spit. I, I ain't hating. I, honestly, I'm, I'm completely good with it. Yeah. I they're hanging with Gmo. Yeah. If you're hanging with Gmo, you're, you're all right. That's what it's about. Yep. Being successful and bringing you guys with you. Hold it down. I'm going to go pee. All right, man. Have fun. What a wicked Texan. We see you there. Uh, when we get in corn, um, somebody, get me, somebody get me Mr. Corn's email address. I'll email him. Yeah, and we need the uh, contact information for Jonathan Corn Davis, please. <laughs> yeah. JKD. Yeah. Hook, hit me up. <laughs> um, Gmo, of course, like, fucks this song up way harder than any of the other guys. Oh, they were but. smart to keep him but for the last, best yeah. for last, yeah. But, but you know, I hate him. It's, it is what it yeah. is. He definitely shot. Like this song goes hard because of him. It's like that build up, and he's like, yeah. This is just a go under. Like when you listen to this song in the car, you just feel like you're hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like riding around, like. Yeah. I flip at people off and shit. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> they're, they're like, like, what? What do I do? Like, who the fuck is this? Guy? <laughs> like, yeah. fucking Gmo, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I love the really. <laughs> Throw them the pinky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how they flip people off. Maybe, yeah. I was told in like in a, like elementary school, that's how like they do it in China. They like have you ever heard that? <laughs> I've uh I didn't hear that one, but every I've heard all the other ones like where they do like this. Uh, yeah, it's or like, like the uh this one. Yeah. Well we were like little kids, we're like, how can we tell people to f- like fuck you without actually yeah. doing the middle finger? Ooh, what about this one off the two? Yeah. You heard that one? Yeah, for, yeah. I, I don't know what. I, that's all probably bullshit, right? Uh, maybe, or maybe <laughs> they did in like the Middle Ages. I don't know. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that finger and like the middle finger. The reason it's offensive is because it's supposed to be like you're showing like a dick and like your hand is like balls, like a ball sack. I can see. That. So you're showing like a I dick guess. and ball sack. Like you're you're making someone look at a dick and ball sack. That's why it's offensive, you know. That's the origin. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Little Ninja, yes, I did actually listen to some of that corn dubstep record, and it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Give me blind and clown all day over that shit. Is that... Oh, what, is it Narcissistic Cannibals on that one? I like that song. Uh, uh, is there... With uh, Skrillex? Yeah, all the Skrillex. That's that album. Yeah. yeah that, that song, the album is fine, but... Give me blind. I'm so blind. I literally... I'm not joking. I went from listening to that album to listening to the first Corn album because I was like, "Give me good Corn." I do it all the time. Like this is new stuff. No, I'm just gonna. Like, let me remember I why like, I like the old shit. Oh yeah, yeah. this is why. Yeah. This song goes hard as fuck. You're right, Wicked Texan. Gmo is fire, fire, fire. This song does go hard. That like horror movie, like piano. In the oh yeah. Who produced this shit? I'm already dead. <laughs> 
Like the beat is like menacing. Uh, sea Lance. Sea Lance. Okay. Bringing it. That's awesome. Better Days. That last one was produced by uh, No Binf Gang. Nobi? Nobi. That's one of his homies. Nobi. It's from Inf Gang, probably. Yeah. It's hard not to just like jam. Yeah. No, no. I just want to like hang on every word. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I mean, this is honestly what why I like her. This is the type of rap that I I mean, I just focus on. This is what really gets me into it. There's so much substance to yeah. When it just comes to rap, just straight up rap, dude. I mean, I'm sorry. Gmo fucks murders all y'all. This shows I'm sorry, like it, he, it shows skill. It's not just like Gmo is story. better than all of you out there trying to rap. I'm sorry to tell you. He honestly yeah, he is. Sorry to fucking tell you. Like if you're not like if you don't have lyrics that can compare to G, like he's fucking you up, bro. I'm telling you. That doesn't mean you should stop, but like, get on his level. Get on his level. Good. I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm sorry. That maybe I love ICP, but I don't consider them like rapper rappers. They're they're more than rap to they're me. Entertainers. They're, they're like an entertaining band yeah. that does like more than just rap. But as far as rap, like Demo's murdering y'all. Yeah, he's I'm sorry, he's murking y'all. Sure. Yep. As far as the Juggalo underground, he's unfucked with him. One hundred percent. I mean, Gmo comes close to some of the fucking most uh, influential punchline rappers that I've listened to in my life. I wouldn't, and I would even say he's up there with him. He's got lines that are up there with some of the most influential punchline rappers yeah. I've ever heard. I would love to hear some of Gmo's like um, battle raps. Is there anywhere to watch that? There's got to be somewhere. Man, so, hook me up. I want to see that. The reason I went trained, off is like you. I don't know, man. I, I mean, like every song is just so like precise, dude. It's like, but it, but he makes it seem easy still. Yeah, it makes it seem like this. It ma- it sounds like it's his first draft because the way he's just like it's coming off so fucking smooth. Like <laughs> I can hear, I can hear the the effort though. You know? Oh yeah. But you can hear the confidence. He makes it sound easy, but I can hear the effort, the art, the the craftsman. In, in it. Did I like his newest album? I fucking, <laughs> I loved it. Filth Element, I fucking loved it. I, ha- I haven't heard it. It's great. It's more, awesome. it's more of this, dude. I hope yeah. to, uh, I hope to do more of his albums on this show. Um, what was the old ones called? I'm gonna look those up real quick. Yeah, I don't know about those ones. I love this song too. This is fucking awesome. I love the beat on this song. Yeah, it's dope. And if, if you don't follow him on Instagram or social media, you're fucking up because like his raps are so vicious and brutal. And this song makes you think of it because it's for his kid. Yeah, he's just a family man. It's just him like having fun with his kids and his wife. It's fucking awesome. Where's yeah. that? Where's that skit? Was that skit the one where he's like, oh, what oh, is it's, it, a it's girl the next or a boy? One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that, what the fuck, dude? That had me rolling, and I was like, <laughs> when did this come out? 2016. Yeah. I'm like, it's kind of ahead of its time. Yeah. I'm making deals. Yeah. Because now. I want to hear people doing that and no one's doing that mm-hmm. you know and Gmo was doing that in 2016 like I'm the it's a motherfucking girl <laughs> yeah that is pretty funny <laughs> or a boy what, what was it a boy or a girl he's like, he, he's he's like you girl. didn't see the motherfucking 
ponytail? You didn't see the pink blanket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this boy would have a motherfucking pink blanket. Little did he know how bad that type of like conversation would be to even bring up. You know? Yeah. You made a cop. I mean, this song right here, Eminem inspired for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 spitting like a just a bars on bars about like loving his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> fucking awesome. dope, bro. Now you six months. And he's keeping it so real. Like I'm, a, I'm a dad. I'm listening to this shit and relating yeah. like a motherfucker, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's like this like brutal like horrorcore ish like filthy album. And this he's like, yeah, dad mode. Yeah, let's go. They can't I mean, take you away from me. Yeah. Dad mode. Yeah. And I'm sure that was Eminem influence. He's like encouraging her and shit. Yeah, like why, why even put a story about your daughter on a, on a record that had to be an Eminem influence. But uh, but it's hard. There's a way to do it where it's not corny, yeah. and he's some. It, it's very easy to make a song like this corny, and he, he well, managed that, that, to not do it. He got to be real. That's like I like the that big part of it. He's just that last line he just said where his best friend wrote. I kind of like the fact that he does that type of oh, shit. Oh yeah, too. let's go back. Yeah. Hold on, here we go. Time and we got each other. Don't need much to get by. by. Don't got luxury. Don't got. And even when he spit that, I was like, "Why is he changing his rap flow?" Yeah. And then he said, "My he best friend." Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Wait a minute. Okay. Awesome." Man, we don't always. But uh, uh, he said, "I hated Fifth Element or Filth Element." Not sure why I why it didn't hit. With. And you know what? I haven't heard that album. And I'll be I, as much as I love this album and I love like Gmo. If if I don't like that album, I'll definitely say I oh, of don't like it. I think I think I mean I can't imagine why you would how you could like Gmo and not like that album. It's just as good as, as this shit. If you ask me, I mean I'm not gonna lie. I like this album, but if that one don't hit, I'll let you know. Have you have you gone deep on a Charlie and the Filth Factory yet? No, that might be maybe, my favorite. Maybe a couple yeah. videos. Yeah. Okay, it's I mean good. that's that album to me is just a sequel to this. It's yeah. just more of the same. Uh, th- th- I looked him up real quick. He has three albums on I think on his Bandcamp. Um. Uh, Got Filth mixtape one and two, and then he has one called the uh, Android Filth Team. Um, there, I've listened to Got Filth one and two. I don't think I've listened to the Android one, but um, check that shit out. I mean, I think you can buy them directly from him on his uh, bank. I'm sure it's all good, dude. Yeah. We'll have to listen to all that shit, bro. I'm gonna. Have to, I haven't heard those. <laughs> now, as far as going into like, um, oh well, you guys, you know. Come on, baby. He dissed Jay and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, I want to say this. I'll give, I, I will say as far as the diss to Jay, he did use a lot of like, you know, gay punchlines, you know, which is kind of like an easy thing to do if you're battling. Sure. You, you know, everybody can throw out a gay joke. Of course. So that may, I, I guess that's one criticism of his battle to Jay. But also like you're battling like a guy from ICP. It's not necessarily like... Most battle rappers would be like, you battled ICP, okay. (laughs) I mean, we could all destroy that. That's not a big thing. Yeah, you you can't even look at ICP as like even battleable. They're not battleable. They're just themselves most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that makes me think that what 
fucked up. What he did, he actually, you know, fell. Like he was really like, you know, I'm I'm riding for my team and I'm gonna yeah. fucking come out and destroy some shit. Yeah. It wasn't just like just a fucking you know let me let me make some headlines type shit. Yeah, no, he he was doing that for him. Yeah, was, like he like, felt it. Yeah. Alright. Um Lil Ninja said you ever gonna do Blase's. I just bought Blase's uh C D. I'm gonna start bumping it. Ooh, where'd you get it? I got on it. I'm eBay. Copy of that. Okay, yeah. So there's I actually like it. I thought it was, I thought it had potential, and I wish she would do more stuff that's just her. We'll do that eventually for sure. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I mean, you probably get her on the show too. This is another one of my favorites. Um, this is Am I Crazy? I love that beat with the piano. Just that simple. This is this is when when you when it comes to punchline rapping, this is the beat you want. A simple beat with like little with some keys and spaces for your punchlines to land. This, this is by, what you want. Produced by Nobi, Inf Gang. Yeah, I mean, it's great beat. And it's so simple, but it, it speaks volume when it exactly. really sticks out. Like, all these, like, overproduced beats all exactly. kind of blur together. This is simple and it, great. It allows the, the bars to shine. Exactly. Yeah. You can't just take a song like this, though, and, like, write a story. I mean, you could, but you want this to be, like, you want people to listen to your fucking lyrics on this shit, yeah. you know? You don't want to write no bullshit to this. Yeah, this is going to be one of your, like, when it comes to people who listen for bars and battle, like, you know, this is going to be one of those kind of beats that you want to display what you have on it. Nihil, oh, Chris mentioned there's Gmo's 8-Bit Filth. I've, I've listened to that a couple times, but not enough to, like, hey, yo, G. remember it. I need to I need to hit that up. Those aren't on Spotify, are they? They're only on the Bandcamp. 8-Bit Filth should be on Spotify. That was on m &E. Okay, I'll check that. It was an EP. It was dope. I remember being it being dope. I just don't remember. Yeah, I was like, there's no way he only has three m and &E albums. I figured he had other stuff. I'll have, I'll have to yeah, man, like, Look, there's fucking there's everything that's yeah. on his uh, band camp uh, or whatever. You, you saw it. Yeah, I'm trying to like really like broaden my horizons more this year. So it's Gmo's one of my. I'll hook you up with all this shit if you want to. Yeah. You can't even use have a drink of water. Use the garden hose. You got me fucked up like a flight attendant. Yeah, he uses the fucked up metaphors yeah. on everything. <laughs> fucked up like. Astronaut porn. Yeah, I fucked love that. Up shit. like a bird, fucking humping. Yeah. Fucked, fucked up like birds humping. It, he's yeah. doing. He's just doing old school rap, bro. But it's just. It's so smooth. And yeah. Fucking. It hits it's every line. So hits good. so hard. Like. Hey, I mean, rap is rap. Metaphors and jokes and punchlines will never not be relevant. It's just most people can't do it good. But who's who in the mainstream is doing shit like this? Anyone? No one does it because it goes over the listeners because most people other that than Eminem most people that listen to mainstream music don't understand these punchlines how come Eminem hits them he does it in a way to where you most of them don't care like the real the, the real people who listen to it can listen to what Eminem's saying and pick it out and go oh my god but like people like mo the, the majority of the people don't get half the shit he's saying I, and I think a lot of people it's like oh it's Eminem it's gotta be good yeah, yeah exactly it's yeah, just I mean, like a name brand yeah I think you're on I think that's how music is in general like oh this guy's popular and it's good I like this music especially for average like beyond it yeah average listen yeah. average listeners yeah. no one cares like but there was a time where you know you definitely e e well even in that time even in the 
like the golden age of hip hop or, or the silver age, which I guess would be like the nineties or something, right? Like the mid nineties when like lyricists were at their best in the mainstream, even then mainstream listeners didn't really get half a lot, half the shit they were saying. Yeah. So even when rap was at its prime in the mainstream, it didn't mean that it was actually landing on people. They just liked it because it was, that was it. That was rap. This song sucks. Yeah. I think we were alluding to it before the show. And uh, I said, there's only like one song I really hate. Yeah. yeah, I like the piano and the beat, but I'm like, uh, (laughs) why? Like, how how do you, how do you have such a dope album full of banger after banger? And then like still throw this on there. Like, yeah, that deserves to be on there. It's just boring and fucked up. Kind of lyrically weak. What? It seems like every great album has one of these songs though. Why is that? Yeah, you can't get away with just having a, a what is it? Queen Sweep or whatever. You can't just have a perfect um, I mean, yeah. I like the music to it a lot. And like I when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a really deep song. And he's like, Zarho. I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear that. They're just this. talking about all they're all fucking the same bitch. That's what the whole one our bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Produced by Cage. Talk to Jesus, but Cage with a K. I should have came through with a weapon arm. I should have caught me a domestic truck. I wasn't mad enough to come. I like how he come. I like how he said it should have came with a weapon armed. Touch the chips. That was a cool way to say that. Now I know what the time is. Ironic, you just had a baby girl. You used to have a mouthful of my kids. A mouthful of my kids. That's kind of funny. I mean, he's got some lines, but it's just like the song as a whole. Yeah, I think the the features kind of like. Aren't as impressive on this one. Yeah. Yeah, this song blows. This, I, was, this I was, was probably an ob, an obligatory. What is it? Obligatory. Yeah. Ob, obligation. Obligatory. Yeah, obligatory. There you go. Yeah, sex song. Yeah. Yeah. This this shit does not. Now, if they would have done it funnier, like how ICP did, and it, I think that's yeah. what they were trying to do, and it just falls yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't you can't do a funny sex song like that unless you literally you go full retard. <laughs> that's the only time you want. To go full retard. Right? I mean, come on. That is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I agree wholeheartedly. That is the perfect way to say that. Yeah. That's and awesome. I, they did. They didn't go full retard on this. They're still trying to be like, you know, somewhat. Yeah, they're like walking the line yeah, of like, nah, you, you gotta cool, go kind of clever and nah, retarded. Yeah. You gotta go completely retarded. I'm moving on. This song yeah. fucking sucks. <laughs> and that, by the way, that song's almost six minutes long. Yeah, way it's too like 20 dudes. Wait, let me go back to the to the end of it. Yeah, that what in the fuck, man? What a fucking I'm gonna go. Yeah. We'll come back strong though. Now, sp- speaking of this song this right song here, rules. this song, I'm gonna say it is my favorite song on the yeah, album. I, really? I think I'm with you. With the beat, this or Human Cloth, it's hard, but I love Gmo's verse on this, and the beat alone is amazing. And then you got fucking Hobson and Twisted, and I will say, Jamie's verse on this, I, I don't know what I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, he. Does a great job. Professor X. 
Right there with Professor, you'll be in a wheelchair with Professor X. Like he just comes with yeah. so many good fucking lines. Uh, One yeah. verse, Big man. Daddy came back and gave him the same crack that made Cobain. Snap! I mean, just great. <laughs> he let he 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 saved these lines for this song. You know that. Yeah. He's like, I'm. Oh, I got a twisted. Uh, I, I got a twisted. Uh, and Hobson feature. Song. Yeah. Gotta go big with it. Yeah. yeah. And then the hook is dope as shit. So good. Man. Very old school. So yeah. old school. Great fucking song right here. I mean, this, is that Hobson on the hook? Yeah, that's yeah. I need to do more digging on Hobson too. Yeah. I've, I've really only fucked with Hobson's. Like, what's those one like songs he has like six different versions of? Ill Mind of Hobson. That's it. Yeah. I've listened to those. That's it. So this said is this says it was produced by Seven and Hobson. Hobson's really popular. Like from where I'm from, like a lot of people love Hobson. Really? Yeah. He's, he's popular in Carrollton. This must be cats. Yeah. He comes hard. Yeah, he comes real hard. Since the land before time, the real set the stage. I've been hitting people with the truth and second grade. In the Sahara with a pride of straight savage. Forgettable lines, but I think he. I think he crafts a full fledged verse that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you can listen to it and not like think twice about it. It sounds pretty flowy. He's, he's got like good. a good style compliment to Gmo. Yeah. One of the, like the weakest verse on there, but he still he rolls yeah. with them pretty well. I'll tell you, I, I don't remember one line from Twisted. I, I had to really listen to Jamie's, and it's funny. It's I'm not Eminem, but every day is Halloween. You know what I mean? And after that, he he sounds like Eminem. He's like, yeah. I'm not Eminem. Yeah, but I'm gonna sound like Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> but every day is Halloween. You know what I mean? I'm Just try to rap like that. Jamie does this way too much these days. I like it every once in a while, but like it sounds good on this type of beat. Yeah. Minoxide spinning. I mean, Minoxide is always good, but like it doesn't it doesn't stand out on this song. But it sounds good. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't care what they're saying. They sound good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah padlocks and mononucleosis sounding great. Yeah. That's a good song. It's, a, it's an entertaining feel, like hypey, good hip hop song. Turn me down. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm turning. I'm adjusting everything. I still want to be peaking. That's all. You're good. Blowing out eardrums. I'm sorry if my Jamie impression was fucking blowing your eardrums. <laughs> I'd, if I were to close my eyes, you'd have been sitting right next to me. <laughs> if, if, if we had a producer, uh, they'd be doing this shit. But um, no, I love that song. That, uh, the song rules. The man. Beat, it's one just, of the best. The beat is one of the best beats yeah, on the album. Absolutely. I love that beat. Just the clap, the, the tip. I mean that type of, with the little guitar. Yeah, Who did that one? That oh, that was Seven and Hobson. It says produced by Seven yeah. and Hobson. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 
This song fucking rules too. When the dinosaurs yeah. extinct, listen to my album and you'll probably the, find the piano. The only motherfucker that was born with his teeth acting like an animal hunting for shit to eat. Now that's a classic simple piano progression. Yeah. Start over. Great shit. And that's a West Coast. Yes. That's a West Coast trope. I love it. Yeah. And doing that, as, as a little guy, I feel this song so hard. Yeah. <laughs> and do, doing that kind of sustaining uh, chord progression with the piano, the keys. That is a, um, it's a build up that never really kind of it, it keeps you, it keeps you expecting something. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. You know that you're 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 like, oh, the piano's going. Oh shit! Yeah, it sounds like it keeps building up. Yeah, I want to say this. We haven't mentioned this. Gmo is also a master at crafting some catchy ass hooks, bro. Yeah, a lot of these hooks like are just so memorable and easy to like ride to. Yeah. It ain't no like just bullshit. Like I'm not just like rapping another verse on the hook and shit. But he's not being too experimental at the same time, you know. Yeah. He's like giving you what you're expecting and want. Nice, effective. Get you. Yeah. And you're in. It's good. Yeah. Catchy. You see your boy Trash Boat shouting you out. Oh hey, what's up? Hey, happy birthday. Oh, right. Birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday, Trash Boat. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. Happy birthday, Trash Boat. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, and the honey bat, like, and just the concept of this. <laughs> yeah, to be able to take, like, you know, I'm a short guy. What's the fucking craziest animal in the king? Animal king? <laughs> yeah, it's like a short, small thing. Yeah. Oh, honey badger. Oh, it's per- it's such a good metaphor. And the fact that it was like it was a big online thing, right? The yeah. Honey badger video, like, oh, the honey badger don't give a fuck or whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, no, it's perfect. It yeah, I mean, could like, not have picked a better thing to like claim. He's got his finger on the pulse, you know. He understands this shit And like Yeah it's great Oh it's perfect And he's using like These animal kingdom References And and, and metaphors Through the whole thing He's keeping the theme Yeah He said that he watches Like animal planet shit While he's like Recording and stuff Like watching animals Like rip each other apart And shit Yeah Yeah. good Good Keep watching that Yeah (laughs) No it literally is Keep watching it Inspired (laughs) Good (laughs) Please keep making music To Animals shredding each other. Please keep making music, cause you know what? You're keeping my white ass feeling like I'm a hard motherfucker. <laughs> Just keep doing it. We were it. talking about that when you were taking a piss. What song was it? We're like low ride, flip people off. Yeah. Like, that sounds like this song makes me want to flip motherfuckers yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> Is this appropriation? <laughs> yeah. Dude I, sw- <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, like no, on the way over here. I was like bumping. I, was, I had your the uh, CD in the GMO CD in, and I was like, I stopped at a bus stop, and there was like some people standing there, and I was like, I like hit the window. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> too filthy, and I turned it up, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm hard. <laughs> and then there's little kids. You're like. 
Well, then I re- down. And I realized like all the traffic going by, like they probably didn't hear it. No, they don't give a fuck. But you're like, Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm hard. You don't know. You don't understand. I'm listening to Gmo. Yeah. Don't so fuck with me. I got that Gmo. And then the little old lady across the street, like, what the hell? Gmo's like, go get out of here. Yeah. Nah, man, it's great. I like this song too. It's like keeping it real, shit. You know. And that's what's so good. Like, it's so hard and filthy, and then he gets real, and it still sounds as good and like as quality. Yeah. I love that like nice blend of like the fantasticness of like the lyrics of being so like hard and vicious, and then there's still real shit to it. Yep. Kind of like what we were talking about with ICP. Like after at the end of the day, there's still like a kind of a good message and like goodness to it. Underneath all the filth and the wicked. Mm. You know what this beat reminded me of? When Bone went soft. <laughs> when, Bone, right. when Bone Thugs went soft in the year 2000, I think they came out with uh, Resurrection. And uh, they had a lot of these like soft kind of um, West Coast sounding beats on, on their album. You know, like... Like, <laughs> this uh, this song actually gives me vibes of like um, my favorite game of all time, Earthbound for SNES. Like, oh, nice. the, like the the le- yeah. the music just sounds like like that shit. That shit. I don't know. It gives me that vibe. I need to play that game. It's amazing. Yeah. I got that. I got. I've got a cherry or raspberry Pi emulator. I've got all sorts of shit. Play it, play. Yeah. Now, do you know what's making the melodies in this? No. No. To me, it sounds like. Um, yeah, it sounds like a synth, like like um, organ, fruity loops. But it sounds like it, it sounds like an organ sound style like, yeah. synth key. He's talking about like the good old days. Yeah. yeah. He's shouting out all his old homeboys and shit. That's dope. It's like a nice like weekend song. Like he's like, after I get paid, we'll go and celebrate. Yeah, man. Out. Like just yeah. Talking about you the sold out, Gmo. <laughs> He's talking about the good old days, you know? Quit trying to hide it, bro, with the song. You sold out. Don't lie. Real Disney. <laughs> Got signed and now <laughs> making that magic ninja money. Ninja money. That's another. That's another. That never should have given me ninja money. So he says on this song, he says strictly for my n words. Ninjas. And that makes that reminds me of didn't Twisted do a CD that was like strictly for my ninjas? I think probably. I'm pretty sure they did something like that says strictly for my ninjas. So now I think that they they they, they just wanted to say the n word. When they made that, thing. could I? I was under the impression that's what ninjas was a stand for. <laughs> yeah, ninjas is the white guy's version of N word. That was my impression. Was, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where the hell? Laugh? <laughs> the laughing was creeping me out during the Mario. <laughs> it threw me for a loop. <laughs> yeah, this song's cool though. It's a chilling ass, like nice vibing song, you know. Everybody loves these songs about their homeboys and their old days. Makes you feel shit. good. Yeah, yeah, man. You know? Well, man, I'm glad you joined us today, Engage. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah man. man. It's been a blast. Dude. It's worth the trip. Good. I know I'm getting real Good. I mean, to me, this is a this is a breath of fresh air on this show. You're listening to GMO, having, you know, having some good company. Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was excited. I was like, 
What are we talking about? And you said Gmail Black. Yeah. yeah That's, it, it is a nice refresher. And like, I, was, I told Carver, I was like, do we got some more ICP to do? Yeah. You're like, let's fucking just do Gmo, man. Let's. Yeah, I, I brought that up last week. I, he was like, what do you want to do? I was like, dude, let's awesome. do Gmo. And I'm, I'm glad that I was just like, hey, can I come over for this? Like, it all worked out. It's great. Hey, if y'all got suggestions yeah. or anything, let us know. I mean, I'm down for literally anything, but we still got, we got, we know we got more ICP. We know we got more Twisted. We know we got more Blaze. I mean, Clockwork Gray and Colton Grudge. So much. Yeah, so, well, there's so much. I don't want to infer, but you guys needed like a break, right? Like something to kind of like yeah. break it up a little bit. Of course. Yeah, that's kind of like the vibe I was getting. Yeah, I know. This was like a big, big help for me. You know? Yeah. Listen to something that's just so well crafted. Yeah. Like um, it's pl- so pleasant on the ears. Yeah. Yeah. Someone uh, other than my daughter. Someone yeah. that's young and hungry <laughs> for actual true like you know, writing and rapping yes. bars. Like, I, I get it. Like, I guess you could consider Ouija young and hungry, but I just don't hear the same hunger. It's just lazy to me. I don't. I don't hear the I mean, same the, thing. You can't even compare the two. It's it's impossible. Yeah. By the way, this skit is hilarious. Oh yeah, Fago Rock. He just keeps making a bunch of gay references. Team Fanny Pack. I love you, Gmail. Never change. <laughs> Final episode of Dragon Ball Ski. Dragon Ball Ski. That's funny. I remember when uh, he dissed Jay, they started calling him Homo Ski. <laughs> um, I thought that was funny. Yeah, I don't I lie, it's a cheap joke, but it's funny. Bro, this song, My Filthy Spear Bomb, this might be my favorite song on. This is a great song. And God, such a good hard song to end on. Yes. Damn, this song goes so hard. Oh, it's he keeps it. He's keeping it so real, and you hear the anger and the fucking resentment yeah. and the fuck and the fuck you. It's so relevant. Mm-hmm. This song. It's oh. like it's like I've won. Like I've I've made it. This is my song. Say fuck all you guys. I need every. And that's great. This is the perfect ending song, yeah. bro. And I a, love it. I like that the nice song, the real one, like was a nice little break before this like, right. came in and just uh, ended it. Yeah. Ugh. He's like so ready to like just mm. honey badger. <laughs> yeah. Charged up. Only spit built. I didn't have another method. I couldn't go to radio to get a bus, but the cipher showed a young nigga love. So there I was, a young gun rap with anger. Every track of bang. Talk about how he's coming up. I'm a gladiator, and as I got my feet wet in the So how do you think uh how do you think this this episode on Gmo is gonna fare with the algorithms? You mean like um like Juggalo like ICP lowers? Seventeen percenters? I think we're gonna probably ruffle some feathers. With hey, it. anybody who gives a fuck that we did a Gmo ski album? I'll throw these up at you, and you know what it means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Realist rap. I felt the spirit bomb. Are people still mad at him? I don't. I've never heard anyone. So. I've never heard anyone say an ill word about G. I think people wrote him off, dude. I think a lot of jugglers wrote yeah. him off completely. I think he would be huge if it, yeah. if it weren't for that moment. Yeah, because I don't hear much about Gmo, bro. How, the, the, in the in a perfect world, ICP would scoop him up. Yeah, I would much rather have him on there than some other people. I ain't gonna lie. Imagine, imagine, dude. He would be fucking amazing on Psycho Just rolling with ICP. Like, they would fucking soul. 
Man, I, don't get me wrong, Gmo. I'm, I'm, I'd love to see you doing your own thing. Imagine, of imagine a '90s J with Gmo, dude. Oh I, man, it's unstoppable. Or, or, or at least an early 2000s J with Gmo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Gmo. He started coming out in like 2012 ish. And by the way, in this song, he gives Juggalos props. He, he even says like, "If you're dissing the clowns, fuck y'all and shit." He says shit like that on this song. Yeah. Hold on, let me. I think it was on that verse. I don't, dude, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at him for this. I was never mad at him for dissing Jay. I may have gotten my feelings a little bit about it, but in the back of my head, I was like, this motherfucker is raw. I don't, you know, you just, you just can't, I, I mean, I get it. He's got fire. He's got fire in him. He's going to diss whoever. If Eminem came at him, he'd diss him. It, Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He don't. He does not give a fuck. Yeah, not man. at all. He's so I, I love that about yeah, him. Yeah, and like I, I said, I, I, I love that he's doing his own thing. But man, that would be just such a great like, yeah. like co- <laughs> cohesion and, and magical you know? Christmas land. <laughs> yeah, God. yeah. No, no In one's perfect safe. World. Man, no one's yeah. safe with Gmo, and that's what I love about him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know the story of him playing with MNE. They even got it. Yeah. I don't think he did a diss, but like he was like, "Fuck y'all." He he. The, on um, the filth element, he has like a, it's not the, I don't think a full song, but a, at least a verse where he's like, he, he's, he even says something about Magic Ninja Entertainment. Talks about the money, what they try to take my money off of my video or some shit. Like, he it, found out he wasn't making money from yeah. any of it and like freaked out. Yeah, it was some yeah. shit. He, he mentions it, but he, he says in that song, like, it's all good. Like, it's no, he made amends because they gave him his, like, they made it right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the details, but it sounds like there's no beef, but he was like, ah, I can't really fuck with y'all. Like, yeah, now he's doing his own thing, which, which he made which that, I respect. He made yeah. that, he made that pinkies up video off of Magic Ninja, and it's dope. It's it's as good as anything he's done that we just watched. You know what I mean? The production value is on point. I showed that to my daughter, too. I was like, watch this shit. Look how funny he is. He's like being funny and doing little skits in the video and shit. Like, they don't get I've it. I've been trying to get my little brother into all this stuff, and he just doesn't care. It's, it's so hard. <laughs> Man, Dude, they're, they're, it's a shame. Yeah. The the ma- the magic the magicianry that the mainstream artists have over over people is too strong. It's witchcraft. They have you completely in in this daze, and that you it's it's very hard to break out of. Unless it. people are. Unless other people are saying it's dope, you're not going to say it's dope. That's how that works. Yeah. In order to find this stuff dope, you literally have to break from that, uh, that, that hold that it has over you, the mainstream. You have to break away from it on your own. And it's so hard for people to do that. And the people that do do that, it's like a badge of honor because they've, they've been in the trenches. They've broke away from it and they hold it as a badge of honor, you know? Yeah. I, I, that's a, a big appeal of all uh, the underground stuff. It's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what people yeah. like. I like what I like. And I, w- I was like a hipster in like high school. So like it goes into that. Yeah. Like, oh, that's popular. Eh, I don't want anything to do with that. Y'all sheep. Yeah. Kind that's of- what ICP did for so many people, especially yeah. back in the nineties when we didn't even truly really understand the commercialized uh, music industry. 
You know, because I remember in the early 90s, people didn't really understand it at that point yet because you still had shit like Nirvana out there, which were commercialized mainstream music, but they were still talking bad about it. Yeah. Well, isn't that the fear of why like Kurt Cobain snapped? Like he didn't want the fame that he yeah. got. Yeah. So we were dealing with this like we love this music. It's mainstream and popular, but he's talking bad about it. Like what the yeah. fuck are we supposed to think at this point? So we're in this era growing up in this era where it was so it was such in a gray area. You didn't really know truly know what was you know, underground and pop and this and that. Yeah. And then it finally got, I think it finally got solidified in the two thousands, early two thousands. What was what? Yeah. And I think ICP was definitely a badge of honor to, to, to know it's like, Oh, I've been into them and they, they really truly went against this at, you know, yeah. For a long time, even though a lot of their music is based in pop formulas. Yeah. It's, that's okay. That's okay. As long yeah. as the mentality's there. And it's like, it's like them taking the pop music and making it their own Yes, or their own like version of it. Yeah. As long as the mentality there, the mentality is there, which is why people love Nirvana. Yeah. So many people, mainstream people and underground people, they love Nirvana because that mentality was there that it's like, you know, it, we love this guy it may not be the best musician ever, but he has everything that people liked. Yeah. In all genres. So I think there's something there to that. I think there's something there with that with ICP as well, that they have that whole, they have the whole kind of package. You like the underground shit. That's why I get into this, but they yeah. also have that. They also have like that, that connection to pop as well yeah. into it. And I think Gmo truly is like in a lane of his own where it's just, it's just craftsmanship of lyrics that it is hard for people to get into. Yeah. Um, I guess I could see that. I, I, I think anyone who appreciates rap for lyrics or bars, if you, if someone says they appreciate bars and then they hate on GMO, they are lying. Yeah. You know, I think it's as simple as that. Like it, I think people can like rap for different reasons, obviously any music for any reason. But if you like rap music because you like punchlines and you like bars, like Gmo's at the, he's one of the ones at the top. That's why I like it. Like that's what, like creativity is what interests me because yeah. a lot of rap sounds samey and it's all just a lot of noise and whatnot. Like it's about the creativity for me first. What interests me, like the interesting things that they have to say or stories or interesting music behind it all wrapped together. Like that's what gets my attention. Like I'm, I didn't like rap for the longest time because of that. And then um, ICP was the gateway is like, Oh, it can be more than this. It can be creative and be interesting. And then as I explore and I find like Gmo, who is like nonstop creative, interesting things to say, things said in interesting ways and the metaphors and stories that he can like drum up. That's what I think is interesting, mm -hmm. man. I can suck Gmo's dick all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're, we're going to end this episode and do another one with the chocolate factory or the uh, filth factory. Right? I would love to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, do you guys, uh, is there anything else you want to go over or talk about before we go? I mean, we're, we're at the two hour mark, so we can, no, man, I'm good. Some bitch up. Sound good. Yeah. Gage? Let's wrap it up. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thanks for coming, man. Thank it was a great you. time. We had, here, yeah. we had a lot of fun. Um, thanks, uh, Chris from uh, Nihil, uh yeah. on YouTube. What was it? Nih some. Uh, sorry, I forgot. This is Nihil or <laughs> uh, whatever it was. I, I like. Oh, Nihil is here. Nihil Check that shit here. out. If you like, That's if you've never heard of Shiny Force. 
Get fucking hip, dude. That game rules. I'm Play gonna. it. Get it on. It's on the Genesis Classics for sure, and um, you can probably uh, find it uh, to play free somewhere. Bruh. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, d- go to deckonedelt.com. Get you a shirt. Deckonedelt.com slash shop if you like cartoon nightmares and uh, want to see our fun shirts and shit. We got shirts. Fantastic. We got. Thank you. We got shirts, blankets, socks, stuff like that. Anything? I mean, you can use those socks to, you know, catch th- certain things. All right, man, let's shuffle. Put your pink here. sock in a deck one dealt sock. <laughs> ICP is the Nirvana of rap. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Have a good week. See you next time. <laughs>